1995, this, this couple recorded footage on their VHS camera that passing through that city, they, give, they gave the tape to this old man that lived in a random trailer. And that man didn't want that footage to be seen anywhere. He's the only one that had it. The only one that had this footage. And me and Logan found out about that. So we wanted to go there, go in the middle of nowhere and try to buy this footage off of him. How am I on a first class flight to Qatar right now, going to the World oh, Cup? Like, how, how? Dream, what the bro. What is a fucking Mexican doing in this group full of CEO? Logan always says, I'm fucked. I've seen too much, too young. But like, not a lot of people know that a fucking full-blooded Mexican is behind the scenes Logan Paul stuff, you know? Exactly. I want people to know that. I want people to know that someone like me that came from a little-ass town in L.A. that his first job was in Subway, was able to be the right-hand man of one of the biggest influencer superstars in the world right now, you know? Don't forget to like. This is going to be the most liked episode. What's up, friends? And welcome back to IE and Friends. My name is Saul Gomez. My name is Caesar. My name is Erin. And today, we got a very special guest. He is literally... Uh, trailblazing documentary documentary is that a Do word documentary, documentary. just make documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah the the social media revolution ladies and gentlemen we got kevin galvan yeah. underscore paul mr paul thank you for paul. joining us bro we're thank honestly thank we're, you guys for having me bro this is fucking crazy it's my first podcast so i'm a little, just a little bit nervous but we should be chilling take Sick. a shot nah yeah oh yeah should we take I a shot we should. We <laughs> he said, I, off I, that said, yeah. he said, I'm going to start it off, right? For the shoes. For the shoes. You guys want some shit? Let's do it. The little bit of Prime Chaser. Yeah, little chaser. Oh, yeah, that's true. Shout out to Prime. I don't condone chasing it with Prime, but this is what I do. Yeah, you know? I never chased it with <laughs> Prime. I'm used to the Red, Red Bull Vodka, so why not? Uh, uh, tequila and Prime. Prime Energy Vodka. Tequila and Prime. Uh, cheers. Cheers, cheers everybody. Boys. Cheers. Oh, my bad, guys. Cheers, boys. Casa Amigos, bro. Is it? Yes, sir. Blanquito. That Casa Amigos. Yeah, that's, that's actually pretty good together. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I finished a Casa Amigos bottle by itself. Just like, you guys no, like, I'm saying like oh, together? It's fire. That was pretty fire. Are you okay? You, 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 did you just say you finished a Casa hey, Amigos bottle by yourself? Red Bull Walkers now. Bro, it's tequila <laughs> primes. I now. Came in, red, I can't even say the name, bro. Red Bull. Every, <laughs> every time I post it, bro, he puts it on. I said it. I was like, fuck. Should I even say it? Red Bull. Nah, you have to cut that, bro. That's the one we get back. When I say that word, dude. You guys like Casamigos or what? Yeah, I think Casamigos. Is that what you guys usually drink? Yeah, I think Casamigos would be like if I'm like, if I have to order, if someone's like, oh, what bottle you want? I'll say Casamigos. Casamigos. But if I'm at the bar, I'll go for the cheapest tequila they got. You guys like tequila on the rocks? Just like that? Just sipping on it? Yeah. I'll get fucked up. It has to be Añejo, though. Añejo's so good. Remember last year, the LAC? thing when i drank oh, that big ass bottle i had i had a large cup of mcdonald's yeah and i poured all the tequila in there throughout the throughout, in. <laughs> throughout the fucking concert like the whole hours we were there yeah. but i was just sipping on that the whole day you Bro, know what they didn't check they didn't check the cup i mean usually they did we went they won't through security right? yeah. it was like i've so noticed then. there's when it comes to drinking there's levels to things so i think when you're first when you're like 18 19 when you're first getting into drinking I think that's when you're hitting like the cans. You we don't know, condone. You got, it. you got the four locals. Yeah, we don't Bro, condone. We don't condone under locals. Age yeah, you got the four locals. You got the buzz balls. And then when you're hitting your twenties, what do you guys? Oh, the beatbox. I think twenties is more like beatboxes beatbox. and buzz balls. Beatbox. I started with fucking. Uh, can I curse on this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Are they gonna get bleeped out or what? Nah, no, no. Really. Bro, I, I was thinking about it on the way here. Like, fuck. What if 
they don't allow me to swear because I swear a lot. Oh, bro. we swear a lot too. Oh, swear. But like, yeah. I, I want to try not to swear. That's because like it, you sound bad sometimes. Like just saying fucking shit all the time. That's bro. what. Yeah, they're filler words. Yeah, yeah they're filler words. Exactly. Yeah. You just use them all the time, which are bad, bro. Yeah, that's fucking right. Yeah. That's fucking <laughs> right. <laughs> like yeah, fucking uh shit. So Damn. fuck shit. But yeah, um, I'm actually I don't think you guys know who Kevin is yet. We haven't really. Get if you don't, know if you don't know who Kevin is, are you doing? He's the man behind the camera, the man behind the scenes of everything you see. Where on um, the Logan Paul social media, social media, yes, sir, yeah, yes, sir. And, yeah. and most of the Prime stuff as well. Oh, really? All the all the Prime like photography? Uh, not eighty percent of it. Yeah. Like most of it comes like photos and video that's usually like on the go and not produced in like a set. Is usually coming from me. Oh, oh like when you're flying yeah. randomly, organically, which is amazing. Super blessed to be part of yeah. Prime team and doing that with them. But for sure, I, that's one thing. Like, how did you end up in that position? How did you go from? taking like just photos to end up working with like logan paul and his team damn that that's it's crazy because there's a whole story of how i even got into doing what i love in a way yeah because right after high right after high school you you kind of get like pressured into going to college and getting like that four-year degree yeah 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 so that's the only thing you want to do when you get out of high school and that's what i did i wanted to do a four-year degree in Cal State Dominguez Hills, which is okay. in Carson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went in as a nursing degree, I believe, for the first year. But since I didn't do so well on most of like the pre-entry tests, yeah. I didn't start off doing any nursing shit or any other stuff that I really wanted to work on. I was working on like intermediate classes or like yeah. English classes, math classes and stuff. And I didn't really like it. So when it came to like thinking about what I actually want to do for my life, yeah. I thought about it really hard because like even those first two years, I wasn't doing anything that had to do mm -hmm. with none of that. So I started off as nursing and I started just thinking about what I actually like to do, what interests me. And psychology was another thing that kind of caught my attention, oh, okay. you know, because I like the study of people or people. sociology maybe, <laughs> or like, like the study of why people do certain things and yeah, yeah. their mindset and stuff. So that kind of was a little interest to me at the beginning, which is why I switched it. Uh, to psychology in the beginning of the second year of mm -hmm. going to college. And while I was doing that, I was still doing the beginner math classes, beginner English classes. And I had a class that was called, I think like film production or something like that. Oh, I was like sick. a random class. Yeah. And I was doing that and we weren't really doing much in that class, honestly. We were honestly just watching movies and doing like, hypo like not hypothesis, like summaries about the movies or like, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, like trying to explain what the movie is about in film production terms. Uh -huh. And I feel like that's what made me open my eyes a little bit into thinking about what I really want to do for the rest of my life. Because I, I was thinking about me finishing the degree and a psychology degree. And if I was even going to be happy waking up every single day, yeah. going to work. And my honest answer was no. And I had two or a few counselors around that I would ask for advice on what they think I should do if I should stay in psychology or switch my degree to something I actually like, like film production mm -hmm. at Dominguez Hills. And everywhere I went, the same piece of advice came back to me, which was do what you love and the money will follow. Like, yeah. like I said at the beginning, you get pressured into going into these four-year colleges because you want to make good money. You want to be that Latino in your family that, gets, that, got, the, that got the paper, that yeah. got the paper, that got the got the bachelor's degree, that has a good job because that's what you're kind of conditioned to wanting to do your whole life. Yeah. But I didn't. I don't know if I wanted to do that. I don't know if I wanted to go that regular route. 
And when people, when most of my counselors uh, gave me that advice to do what I love and just everything will follow behind that, I kind of just went straight into that and started thinking what I really love to do. And my passion my whole life since the beginning was like taking pictures, oh, taking okay, videos, like editing random little th stuff, taking pictures of flowers, uh, making videos of me and my brother wrestling and yeah. randomly editing them on iMovie. And that's what I came to. Like, I love, I love taking videos. I love taking pictures. So let me go into something that I really like and if, let's see if it works out or not. Mm -hmm. And that move was literally moving schools, like quitting Cal State Dominguez Hills and going into this film production school called LA Film School, oh, right on Hollywood, yeah. like right on the sh fucking on Sunset? Sunset Boulevard, uh, LA, LA Film Production School, which I saw like an add-on randomly, like scrolling through somewhere. And I saw it, I looked at it, and they said that they were enrolling every single month, mm. and they had tours every single month, and that kind of intrigued me into wanting to do, wanting to at least check it out and see if I liked it or not. Yeah. And at the time, uh, I felt the most pressure from my dad because I was, even though I'm the middle child in my family, I was the first one to go to college, uh, to a four-year yeah. college, like an actual. And I felt that pressure from my dad because he was paying it out of pocket, like FAFSA never gave us money to mm -hmm. help us out in a way. So I felt that pressure from my dad to like actually do that four-year degree. So I would go to the tours with my mom and not tell my dad. Oh, second wow. year in, second year in my semester, like during the beginning, I started doing tours, uh, let's say in May of 2019, I, I would say. Uh -huh. And then the second semester started in August. So I was doing tours trying to figure out what I actually wanted to do before I go into my second semester of mm -hmm. psychology. And I went on a tour with my mom around May and I started looking around at this film production school that had top of the line sets, top of the line cameras all these crazy classes, your instructors or film producers or cinematographers that have been working uh, in this industry for 10 plus years and it, it triggered me even more. Yeah. Like, I think there on the spot, I started to enroll in that. When I saw that there, it was a high possibility of me like getting actually accepted into this, I enrolled, got accepted, maybe it's July, a month from starting my second semester in. And at the time I was working at Subway which oh, was my first job That's at the sad. food court at yeah. Dominguez Hills. So my dad would take me to work at the food court yeah. every single, every, not every single day, but most of the time, take me to work and see kids coming out. And then oh, uh, him realizing that school is resuming, school is about to start. Yeah, and like, the questions at, came every single, every single day. He dropped me off like, hey, when is school starting? When is your class starting? And I was like, soon, <laughs> soon. Uh, I think it started soon. And it was... Um, I think it was like a week before I was starting my second semester where I had to really come clean with my dad into what I really wanted to do. And it was like this night at dinner, me and him were like just talking and I kind of just started to talk to him about it. And when I told him that I didn't want to follow that four-year degree plan, that I felt that pressure from him that he didn't know subconsciously that he was giving me pressure to finish his four-year degree. Uh, I told him about it. That I don't. I don't want to do this. I want to follow what I love, and I want to really want to wake up every single morning and mm -hmm. do what I love to do. So because of that, I haven't told you, but I did this tour with my mom, and I got accepted to this film production school, and this is what I'm doing. Like, like it or not, it's my life. I want to do what I want to do. Yeah. I want to live what I want to live. So I'm gonna go into this film production school and see how that goes. You know, and he at the beginning he. I, I saw like a little bit of sadness and confusion in his face. Mm. And he said a few words, he went to shower, came back 
it had another conversation. He kind of feel like in the shower he understood yeah. that it's not his life, it's my life, and he supported me a hundred percent. A hundred percent through. He came out and we had another talk, supporting me uh, with me switching, making that move. And in my head, if I was gonna make that move, I'm gonna go fuck. I'm gonna go a hundred percent. This is gonna be the thing that I'm gonna do. Coc, like mm-hmm. I'm gonna do this. Because I'm gonna do it, and there's no other, there's no other option. I'm not yeah. gonna go back to to do a psychology degree. Yeah. Because I failed at this. Like, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna go all in. Exactly. I go into the school, and it's such a weird, it's such a weird thing to have because you start off with a group of classmates, and every single month you switch uh, what class you're in with those classmates. So you're moving every single month to a different class, or a different like. Uh, part of the film production associate's degree is what it's called. Mm-hmm. So you start moving with everyone together and month in and month out, I started realizing that I really, really fucking love this shit. Oh, I, yes, I yeah. really love this. And what's cool about that film production school was that in the first two days, you do like PowerPoints of what the whole class is going to be about, what to expect, what you guys are going to do. And then the rest of the month is hands-on. You're on set. You're on set doing this. You're helping... Uh, the main the, there's three main people in a film production. There's the producer, director, yeah. cinematographer. Yeah. Uh, it's it's them three or people working under them. And when you're doing projects like that in school, working with all your classmates that you move every single month, you get used to doing it and you start loving it a bit mm-hmm. more. Yeah. And these twelve hour days that are just on the set pass by like four hours. Nice. You start really realizing that damn twelve hours happened like nothing, yeah. and it felt like two or three. I really really like this shit. I really love this shit. Month in and month out, uh, I was chosen to be in every single class, like the top head oh, to, to like do it's those like, projects yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And I was, since the beginning of the first class, I got like together with this Ukrainian guy. His uh-huh. name is Leo. Shout out Leo. Hey, Leo. Uh, Leo. Ever since then, we kind of just like got each other's chemistry and what we think creatively and how we want the outcome of uh, specific like films to be. So month in and month out, we did all the projects together and we were always chosen for him to be the director, me a cinematographer. And we got to do all these crazy projects and crazy sets with amazing equipment, like just working together. And I started to realize that I really love this. And COVID started hitting during the last three or four months where everything started to to go online. And it was kind of weird because the whole... Because the point no of that school, it's a handset yeah, type of thing. The whole point of that school is being hands on yeah, and yeah. doing all this stuff with your classmates and like getting actual experience from moving all this. So when it moved to online, kind of started like losing a little bit of motivation mm-hmm. because like it was just like I, I wanted to be hands on. Yeah, I wanted yeah, to do yeah. everything. You don't want to be with like everyone. reading and yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Part, yeah. And I guess I did those first two classes, which I guess I got lucky because the two classes that I did do online were supposed to be online anyways, mm-hmm. like English math classes or like budgeting and stuff. Yeah, you didn't really have to be in person, so I got a little bit lucky. And it's weird how the butterfly effect is real, and everything happens for a reason because. I graduated in August, and I was supposed to graduate in July. And Leo, my friend, told me, because we were supposed to skip the July class so that we can do our last class in person in Mm -hmm. September. So we were supposed to skip July and August so we could come back in September and October and finish the classes then. But we are talking, and I wanted to wait and do it hands-on, finish the last two classes hands-on, but my friend Leo told me, nah, we should just finish them right now. Yeah. Let's do July, let's finish July, let's finish August, and let's just go straight to our bachelor's degree. 
to just finish this shit fast. Let's yeah. do it. I was like, all right, let's do it. Fuck it. And we did the July class. The last class was August, which was a digital marketing class, which I learned a lot from and was doing a bunch of the work. But it's weird. I was about to graduate and I was on my, on my computer doing like one of the last works in the last week, last two weeks. And I see this tweet from this guy, Logan Paul. Oh, shit. This fella? I see this, this fella. <laughs> this fella. This fella, maybe, this fella on this app that used to be called Twitter. Oh, God. Uh, long time. Long time. <laughs> long time ago, bro. Uh, I see him say something along the lines of, uh, I needed a position to be filled for like a 12-hour-a-day videography slash editing gig. Um, with someone who is willing and able to do this with me you know yeah. and under the replies i saw a bunch of like verified people and people like that been in the business for a while just come in try to get the job off of, like the comments yeah and in my head i'm like bro he's not gonna look through his twitter comments he's gonna look through like sources that he actually wants to look for a specific videographer photographer that fits his team you know yeah. it's not a look at his twitter comments and i started thinking let me try to email him find try to find his email in a way and I looked everywhere, I looked everywhere. I looked at his websites, I looked at like his Instagram. I didn't find none of his email anywhere. And in like his clothing store in a website, I went all the way at the bottom to like contact us. I saw an email that said like Logan. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might have to bleep that, but everyone just goes in there and But uh I see the, I see this email and I'm like this is fucking, this is not him, bro. Logan, like, Logan yeah, it comments. sounds like such an interesting email. Like, a, I should have thought of this. This is not his email. It's too good to be so, true, so, bro. It's so, like, so old.com. Yeah, it's like, bro, what? So weird ass email. Like, this is not him. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to go back to doing my work. Yeah. I go back. I'm doing my, one of my last works for this digital marketing class. Five minutes and 10 minutes. And I'm like, fuck. What's the worst that can happen? Let me just send something to this Logan Paul. <laughs> Gmail.com guy. And I go in. I send literally like this just introduction paragraph kind of just like stating my name saying what i do what i'm doing right now in film school what i'm able to do in film school mm. how hungry i am to work for him and how willing and able i am to be with him 24 7 like he said on his tweet and like two or three hours later what up g let oh, me see your work what? i was like wait wait, wait. i think this is him how'd yeah. you feel how'd you feel when you saw that that, that email I, like, I, forget, what was like the... I forget where i was i probably wasn't better like on the way somewhere but i saw his email that says what up g let me see most of your work i was like what the fuck? i think this is him this is how he talks i think yeah. i was like all right let me fucking compile everything and like I said earlier, you send your brother's wrestling. Wrestling That's where you got the inspo to go. He's like, because of Kevin, man, I wanted to wrestle, dude. He's like, Kevin, he's got me with the pictures for the wrestling events. Nah, but I started like compiling all this stuff that I did. I used to do like YouTube videos of like pranks here and there, like random, or like I used to film. Uh, random montages and kind of edit them with the music that's going behind them of like little trips I would do to like Rosarito or like yeah. to Mexico, Guadalajara and stuff. And I sent a few of those in, but what I, the most of the stuff that I really sent in, like the chunk of it was all the film production stuff that I did in school. Ooh. Nice, All of it, all of it. And since I was always chosen with Leo to be one of the main heads to do most of these uh, projects, I had a bunch of stuff to send in yeah. and a bunch of clips and a bunch of little like different clips and like different projects that were crazy sets with crazy cameras that were d credited by me and my friend, yeah. you know? So I was able to send all that in with a more in detail 
paragraph about what I actually do, what's my name, where I come from, and all this stuff. It was like two separate paragraphs. And the email that came after that was, all right, I'm going to forward you to my assistant. You're going to have a, like a FaceTime call with her if that's okay. I was on the way back from like a doctor appointment. She face she has a FaceTime call with me. I pull over. We're like just talking there. I kind of just want to show her. I knew they wanted to just feel me out and yeah. see the type of person I was. So I just I was just chill with her. I was just being myself with her, being cool with her. Uh, we had like a five minute FaceTime conversation, and then at the end of it, she goes, "Okay, um, this was amazing. Uh, I'll let you know what the team wants to do after, and we'll message you eventually or whatever." And I was like, "All right, we'll leave it there." And then I didn't know when they were gonna message me back. So the next morning, she goes. Hey, can you have a? Uh, is it okay if you have a Facetime call right now with Logan? I was like, Oh, oh actually, can we do it? He's, they said like in 15, 20 minutes. I was like, Actually, can we do it right now? Because I'm like going somewhere and I have to do, I have to do like a dentist appointment or something. Yeah, yeah. Can we actually do it right now? They're like, Yeah, just wait like five minutes and we'll call you. I have this call with Logan, and he kind of just explains what the job is about. If I'm willing to do it, this and this, he kind of gets a feel of the type of person I am, what I like to do, what I am as a person, and. We hung up, we finished the call, it went amazing, and five minutes later, she messaged me saying if I want to come over to the house Ooh. to get like a little test day in or something. Yeah, yeah. And at the moment, I didn't know if they were testing a bunch of people, so I didn't know if a bunch of people were going to be there. But uh, I feel like me telling her that I wanted to do it now right, and right away oh, made me be the first one to be on that call yeah, you know, like, and be considered for yeah. the job. So they called me in that next day. And I go in, and it was during the time, I think, where he hurt his hand somehow doing some dumb shit. Yeah. He hurt his hand, and he was supposed to film that day and the next day. But then he said, like, oh, I don't know if we're going to film today, so, like, just chill and be, like, hang around with, like, everyone and see how they like you and stuff. So I was just killing, chilling with everyone. Everyone was cool as fuck with me. Everyone was welcoming. And then I told him at the end of the day that, I was in the process of signing my bachelor's degree papers to like start that up again. And that's like due in the next week. So if like you're not going to film for two weeks, I don't know if I want to, if I want to dive into this, I'm going to have to do it now. Cause if not, I'm going to have to go Damn, straight into my bachelor's. You apply the pressure. You apply I, pressure. I, not, not in that way, but I said like, Hey, I'm, my bachelor's degree is coming up. I either do that, which is in a week, or I dive into this. Yeah, it just shows like who you are, though. It's like, in okay, a way, I feel like it did. I'm like, I'm, I'm a, is it, it's this or this, bro? Like, you want to keep me here, or should yeah. I go and sign this bachelor's degree? It's kind of like you knew your worth, like, in a way. In yeah, a, like, in a way, you're like, hey, like, I would love to work for you, but I also have this other thing that I also love to do. Subconsciously, I, yes, but like, I just didn't want to be left out and not sign this bachelor's yeah. degree, you know? So I told him, and then he started thinking. He was just thinking there on the table. He says, actually, I think Jake is shooting a music video tomorrow. Just come to that, and we'll see what happens. And I go to the music video. I shoot the whole day with him. I mic him up. We do like a different form of content because before this, he was doing like vlog style, wide yeah. angle type of stuff, and he wanted to switch it up because he was going to start this subscription service called Maverick Club which he wanted a more documentary-esque okay. version of his life, which is what he brought me in for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he gave me a random camera, long lens, I mic'd them up, and the whole day he did like a music video shoot with Jake. And the next day he did a music video shoot with the Kid Leroy, so I was just like doing that with him. And I guess he really, really liked how I work and how I work with him and what I do like behind the scenes for him. So he started inviting me like day in and day out, yeah. sixth, seventh day, eighth wow. day, and doing like random shit at the house. And then um, he tells me that he has a trip coming up to Colorado 
because he's gonna give away his car to like one of his new subscribers from the Maverick Club. Mm -hmm. And he asked me if I wanted to go on the trip with him. And I go with him, we do this whole trip, we film this whole video, and at the end of like a dinner, it was so weird, I remember this so vividly. We're in the car and I kind of tell him like jokingly, while, while lighting up a joint, I tell him jokingly like, hey, they're lighting it up. Hey, um, I'm not trying to be like, mess up or anything but like am i in or am i not like, <laughs> i just yeah. been coming i haven't done anything i haven't signed anything like it was good like i'm jokingly am i in or am i not he's like actually bro like on the way back first thing is like you're in you're like we have a contract for you ready like up. while he's lighting a blunt passing the team that's like badass. what the fuck that's is happening vibe, that's crazy <laughs> that's a vibe, bro. That's a vibe. <laughs> he's like nah bro yeah you're in dude no he's you're like in. he's lighting the blunt he's like actually bro like i think you feel like a glove we're gonna get you locked in i'm like what what is happening like i guess this is this is the way it's this gonna is, happen we yeah. go back we get that settled and not even like two weeks in they asked me like oh what's holding you back from moving in the house oh, <laughs> and i'm like wow. uh i guess nothing yeah. <laughs> you just never asked i was, I was waiting for you guys to ask honestly <laughs> i guess nothing's holding me back but like i mean let me ask my mom let me ask my parents yeah. let me sleep on it for like a week yeah <laughs> some shit and I go as it, a week passes, and his manager's first thing, first thing on Monday is like, "Hey, have you thought about it? What are you gonna do?" I'm like, "Actually, let's do it. Let me move in, because like that's what the job required her in a way yeah, for me there. to be there 24 mm seven, -hmm. you know." So I moved in, and she was just history from there, bro. We, I was dope. living in LA with him for like six months. Uh, he decided to move to Puerto Rico. Yeah which she told me if I wanted to come with them. And that was like the deciding factor of like, if you're gonna, you're gonna do this or not. And I was like, I'm, I'm in bro. Like you're taking me to Puerto Rico or yeah, no yeah. one bro. Yeah. And he took me to Puerto Rico. We've been living in Puerto Rico for two and a half years now. And ever since then, we've just been going in and out with random projects, random events, and just the craziest yeah. experiences and things that I've never thought I've seen in my life. You yeah. know? That's yeah. amazing. That's crazy, an amazing like, honestly, story, bro. I fucking <laughs> crazy. And ever, ever since I went to Puerto Rico, it's just been, everything just started from then. It's been nonstop ever yeah. since. Nonstop ever since. Ever since the Floyd fight, 99 originals, just back to back to back to back to back stuff. Yeah. Which is crazy. What did your dad like think about all this? Because yeah. like, I feel like he was a, like, you know, you, you didn't want to disappoint him and stuff. Yeah. And, like, now you're doing like your goal and stuff. Like, what did your. It's weird because. In a way, I feel like my parents expected me to do something big. Mm -hmm. And in my head, I always said, like, I'm, I'm going to do something. I want to do something. And even when I was working in Subway, I was in the back doing dishes. I'm like, fuck, bro, I don't fucking belong here, bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to fucking, I want to do something. I want to do something. And I guess they felt that hunger in me that I was, they expected me to do something big. Yeah. So when I did do this, they were hesitant at the beginning because at the time, Logan was a big character, but he wasn't as household as he is now, you know? He was just one of the biggest YouTubers, yeah. you know? And YouTube at the time was like, oh, like you either make it or you don't. Like, you're not making that much money. Like, he's making the money, you know? Yeah. So, it was kind of mixed emotions because they, they always said they were proud of me, but they weren't, like, super ecstatic because they mm -hmm. kind of expected me to do something like this, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, it was always a bit of confusion on their end because... I mean, a job like this doesn't, it's not, it's, it's, not, not, regular. it's not normal. It's not yeah. a normal job. So everything that I go through and do, they just have to trust that it's right for me and that it's going to take me in a good yeah. path, you know? Mm. So like they trusted that, they trusted me and it's been, it's been good dope, ever man. since. Congratulations. You know? yeah, congratulations. Thank you. I love saying about like, that though is your parents expecting it from you. That's cool. I don't, anyway, like, I don't know cool. if they did, but like their reactions towards me doing big things were not uh, fucking crazy. So like, I thumbs felt up like emojis they, like as you should. Yeah. yeah. So I felt should. like they expected yeah. it from me. No, it's dope because like, so like they could have been like, you know, like, uh, you know, supporting you, but also like not expecting much. 
Because like you know when you, like when we first started, this, I don't know, like like to be truthful, like my parents weren't like super like supportive of it. They're like, why are you doing it? You know, get a real job. This and that, blah blah blah, right? You know, now that we've done a couple things, you know, um, they like they 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 were supportive, but they're also like not expecting anything. They were just part of like seeing like, oh, he's gonna like it's probably gonna be a failure. Like who the fuck does this type of shit? Yeah. All that type of stuff, right? I mean, every, I feel like most parents that have kids doing this now are just don't know what's gonna happen because yeah, most of them don't make it out. Yeah, it's very <laughs> unsure. Harsh reality, yeah, but it's like, like new too. It's like it, the, yeah. YouTube hasn't been around forever. Mm -hmm. you know? it's not, like yeah, you could become viral, but can you maintain that? Yeah, can you contain yeah. it and la make it last? That's the that's the thing to do. If you have, you know if you what have saying? Kevin behind the scenes, <laughs> you can. Or if you have <laughs> no, a mindset like yeah, yeah it's a the crazy mindset. mindset you can do it. Bro. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, nowadays anyone can become viral, right? There's many viral videos all the time, all the like all the time, but like. But can you contain that? Yeah, make it a, a career, it. make it a profession, this and exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. And that's dope, bro. Like your parents had that expectation. Mm -hmm. Like you're like you're part of like, oh like where's my fucking congrats and this and that. <laughs> I mean, I get like the proud of proud of you shit. Yeah, yeah like, but but like but that's but like, dope because they're like, you know what? If you wanted to do this, we expected you to be make some do some big things. Yeah. That's pretty dope. But bro. I don't even think I want that big like congratulations and it's shit, just you know? it's just the job it's, at it's that okay. end of the day. Cool. It's like, like it used to seem like an unobtainable job at the time. And like, even when I got, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I really got this. But like, now it's like, it's weird that I got jaded to what I'm actually doing. I feel like you've just, you've been like, especially this year and everything Logan's been doing and you've just been like documenting it all. It's just so much and all these crazy fun things you're doing, all this traveling you're doing, all these, like just all, the, all these memories you're, you're just living like, like really fast and the next day you're doing something else yeah. especially with the 99 day original where something something it was always moving how did you how, how how do you like take a step back and realize and just like take it all in and be in the moment damn that's a hard question because because we are always on and always moving the only real instances where i get to really reflect on what i'm doing is when we're not doing anything when we yeah. have that one to two weeks span of just chilling and resting because when we do go back to PR, that's all we do. We rest, mm. gym, eat, sleep, and repeat yeah. because a week comes and you're all 24 seven just moving. So I feel like those times are the times where I look back and reflect on like the past trips or on the future trips that are about to happen. Mm -hmm. And it's weird, weird to say this, but I like to do edibles because I used to smoke a lot back then, yeah. like a lot, like pens and wax. So recently, <laughs> <laughs> recently I just been uh, these past six months I just been doing edibles just to sleep. Yeah. Because that's the main thing that was worrying to me when I wanted to stop smoking was it's hard for me to sleep, and that's one of the most important things I think for this job is learning how to sleep and mm -hmm. when to sleep, bro. Because sleep is the most important yeah, thing yeah. you need, especially when you're traveling and switching time changes every single time you know you want to just sleep and rest so that's why i do edibles a lot i when i go on flights i do edibles yeah but when i am in these high state states of minds i think about it even more like i'm high and i'm thinking like how am i on the way how am i on a first class plane flight to Norway qatar right now that's going crazy. to the world oh yeah, Cup. yeah that's crazy bro i live vicariously like, through kevin i'm like yeah, yeah we're like, there kevin, we're there i'm just I'm, I'm living in your life right now bro i'm, I'm like, like we're there yeah, <laughs> the part that i was just like bro that's fucking sick was when you met ray mysterio yeah, bro. that bro. Uh, then you even met John Cena too, no? Like, yeah, there's meeting a few, all few these wrestlers. My goat, my goat, my goat too. My bro. goat. I was bro. John Cena first and Ray I just, when I was little. 
But uh, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm in these high states of minds on the way to the World Cup, thinking like, what am I doing? I'm I'm on a fucking expensive ass flight because the production allowed it to going to this expensive as fucking hotel and tournament hotel city and i'm just here to work literally doing what i want to do since the beginning work and do what i love you know yeah and when i'm resting and when i'm high as fuck (laughs) is when i realize and get to look back and take a step back and realize what i'm actually doing for my job and for the people around me you know no that's beautiful dude do you ever like because from where you were at, from being like working at Subway to like now traveling, Sub- the Subway world. was my first job. Yeah, this was my second job. I was that's, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> you ever go back to Subway, like to that same Subway you used to work at? I haven't. No, since, you haven't since then. I still keep in touch with like my main coworkers there, yeah. and they're always keeping in touch with me, congratulating me, saying they're proud of me and stuff. But I, I have yet to go back. Do to you ever that. just walk into Subway and be like? Yeah, is it freshly cut today? You know, I know the process. I'm just saying. Like, Let me smell the bread. I, I, used to, <laughs> I used to make this very specific sandwich in my break. So every yeah. time I go to uh, Subway, I expect them to do it that way. And when yeah. they do, I'm like, come on, bro. I know you can do it. <laughs> I know you can. <laughs> yeah, bro. Come like, on, you put bro. the hot Cheetos in the, in the like, sandwich. Hey, bro, let, let me suit up real quick, man. Yeah. I know the process. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking funny. Nah, that's great. Do you ever do you ever get like um like imposter syndrome from just Ooh. being out in these places? Every single time. Especially yeah. when you're high. It's a, it's a little bit of a fuck the situation because when you are high all the time you get into this like derealization what's that we're making up words today it's okay derealization (laughs) (laughs) where you're like seeing your life happen in a third person point of view Mm -hmm. in a way yeah and imposter syndrome kind of goes hand in hand with that because yeah you are in this big ass events and you're you're doing these things and then you look around and it feels like you're watching it in a movie mm-hmm. and you yeah. can't seem to like finally like get out of that imposter syndrome, you know? But uh, Logan taught me this really early on that he even feels this imposter syndrome, you know? Oh, wow. And you can't, if you're still in the state of mind of not believing where you are or not really... Like processing what's going processing on. what's going on, you have to just come to a a, a fucking point that you're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. You're there for a reason. Um, you're in this situation because you made it happen for yourself some way or another, or life's butterfly effect made it happen for you. Mm-hmm. And the only way you get to continue to grow and grow out of that and start getting into different mindsets is getting into the mindset of I'm here for a reason and I'm supposed to be here, you know? Yeah, I'm supposed like to be here. I'm here for a reason. Let me continue on. Because when you get stuck in that imposter syndrome, you don't, you stay there. You start seeing your life as a movie in the third person. It doesn't let you grow out of that because you still don't believe that you're, that you're, you're, you're like capable of being here. in there, you yeah. know, or being the person that's doing the things you're doing. Yeah. Like which you sometimes feel like you don't belong in that. Yeah, you don't yeah, belong. Okay. Like, what, what is a fucking Mexican doing in this group full of like, CEO yeah. white, you know? Let them fucking know, bro. Let them know. What am I doing here, bro? But then you just have to get into that state of mind of, I'm here for a reason. I made this happen for myself. Let's grow. Let's continue growing. Let's continue to move out of this because it, it's it's fucked up. You get in you get in that state of mind for so long and yeah. people don't know how to get out of it. Yeah, bro, I can't imagine because like like we've been to we've been to events, but like no, nothing compares to like the events you're going to. <laughs> so I can only imagine how you feel. Like I remember like when we go to any events that we get invited to, yeah. I feel the same way, bro. I'm like, dude, I don't like I look at everyone that's around, right? 
I'm like, dude, I, f- I don't feel like I'm the same as everyone. I feel like I'm just like, I always like feel like I'm just lower for some reason. But then like people are only worrying about themselves. Mm-hmm. So you also got to worry about that too. Like people are not worrying about you. They're worrying mm-hmm. about themselves. They bro. probably feel yeah. the same way. Exactly. Maybe, yeah. That's, but in my mind, Logan I'm like, fucking Paul feels like that, yeah. bro. The biggest superstar right now yeah. feels that he doesn't belong where he is. That's insane. That's a really yeah. insane. Yeah. That's crazy. I think, yeah, I, I've heard like this one thing, uh, like some advice about when you go to like networking events is that everybody in there, they all feel like they don't belong. And yeah. Just with that. So knowing that fucking, yeah, keep... we're, yeah, we're all equal in that. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's nervous. Everybody doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. And you just bond yeah. that way, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Just go to someone, hey, are you nervous too? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. Are you single? That's the best way to start a conversation too. If you're actually like nervous and stuff, just say your flaws straight up. Like, oh fuck, I'm nervous to be here. Or like just say your flaws straight and up. And, like me too, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> most of the time, most everyone's feeling like that. Yeah. You just got to get out of that mindset and yeah. just continue working and doing what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Out of you know? out of like all of the like crazy things, do you have like one that you're like, oh shit, like I really did this? Like, like a, of, a moment? A moment, yeah. Like, like you're like, whoa. Like I really was just a part of this mm-hmm. or like a, like an event. Like when you did like, like the 99. Like a project or like a moment. Yeah. Like, like the 99 originals, like, you, like, you did a lot of things, it. right? Yeah. You did like a bunch of things. Was there one that you were just like, oh shit, like I really created this? The 99 this? originals as a whole in project was an insane thing to yeah. be a part of. Cause it was literally just me and Logan. Logan thought of it. I brainstormed. He thought of it. I thought of one. He brainstormed on it. We came up with an idea before we even shoot it. Like everything just came randomly and it came out so amazing, which I'm proud of. But I feel like the biggest thing that people in my position would want to do is do a Super Bowl commercial, Mm. which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And you did that. Exactly. That's wild. That's that's, that's one of like the big accomplishments that I can kind of remember where I saw it on TV and I'm like, what? I did that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I filmed all that. You know, that's oh, what, I bet that was oh, a crazy. Yeah. Like a film, pro- film production people or photographers in my shoes in my age that's like their, see it as like their end goal yeah. in a way, mm-hmm. and it just happened because it was brought up to me as, as a random opportunity because of Prime. Yeah. So it felt so easily obtainable, but it's such a big goal that I overshadowed. When while I was looking at it, I kind of realized, damn, I I did this. Yeah, and there's a Super Bowl commercial. What? Yeah. yeah, I remember. I remember you, I was at work and like we were watching the Super Bowl, and I was like, y'all, to make sure this fucking prime commercial goes on, like don't take off the TV. <laughs> Wait, you knew it was gonna go on? Yeah, you, you. I think you. Oh, you had I said, said it. I said yeah, it, I said and it. I was like, bro, we're watching this, and they're like, why? And I was like, bro, my homie, like he did this. And like we were all watching, they're like, "What the fuck, bro?" I'm upset because yeah. I was in the bathroom when it came on. Oh, yeah, I remember too. Oh, I remember. I remember because my my um, it was I was at, at my homie's house. I was at my homie's house, and then I came back from the bathroom. And he was like, "Oh, there was a Prime commercial." I was like, "No fuck, I was like, no fucking way." Dude. Looked it up on YouTube. I, was, I had to go on YouTube the next day and look at it, bro. I'm like, posted that shit because yeah, I feel like it, it was. It had to be one of those pieces that had to be up somehow. Yeah, yeah. see. So your resume is like insane, right? So what's like for you and you're still so young, what do you think is like 30 year old Kevin going to be getting wow. into? Like what's, what's your, what are, cause I feel like the doors are open to whatever you want to do, but like, where do you see yourself? Where do you want to be when you're 30 and maybe that, future? Six years from now when I'm 30, uh, my plan, my whole plan with doing what I love was not having to worry about the income that's coming in. So I'm able to do what I love, you know, but because of the job I'm in, I'm doing what I love with a good income, but it's not going to last forever, you know? Mm. So my plan is to uh, start doing real estate in like a few years, two or three years, 
do real estate, get a few duplexes, rent them out, get yeah. another house, rent that out, get my own house and maybe rent that out, you know? Have like two or three houses in real estate that I can kind of depend on to give me my payroll every single month yeah. while I'm still doing what I love to do. Giving you that freedom. Yeah, yeah giving me that freedom to do what I want to do. Maybe I do short films. Maybe... Mm-hmm. Maybe I uh, go into random projects with little people, you know, or like just do random stuff. Mm-hmm. But I started going into more of this WWE stuff. I see all these like 60 year old camera guys still in the business and I see them work and I see them do all these things. I'm like, damn, I kind of kind of want to do that. Yeah, I want to I wanted to be WWE camera guy. But then I look at other things and I kind of want to do everything. I want to yeah. be WWE camera. I want to do fucking FIFA sports camera. I want to do like different things before I hit that retirement yeah, stage yeah. you know and i think um honestly i think it's all possible because i think one thing people forget about they don't remember how long our life really is <sighs> like if you think about everything you've done in a year that's like just one no, I'm year fucked. logan always says i'm fucked i've seen too much too Ooh, young that's interesting like what i'm what is there to look forward to later in life that's what I, that's what oh. the question i was like what's but um oh, shit. it might take me scary, a, huh? it, might, it is it's, <laughs> it's scary as hell because yeah. who wouldn't who is in this position that has is my age and has seen and been to the place I've been to? Like, I feel like all I want to do now is do what I love because I don't want to ch- travel at the moment. Yeah. Maybe in five years from now, I get the urge to like, actually travel while not working. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, bro. It's like, I want to do everything still. Yeah. That travel must be crazy, bro. <laughs> it's insane. Bro, like living in PR and having to travel to the States like all the time for different projects or different States, that must be crazy, dude. Yeah. It's weird that I got used to it. Dang. How do you, you keep like? Do you ever get? Do you ever get homesick? Do you ever miss home? Like, is there any times where you're just like, I want to go home, or is there times where you just really just go home just to see your family or house? How do you deal with? I usually come away? back for the holidays. Yeah, like, yeah. I get, I have that freedom that Logan allows me to like go back whenever I want if there's nothing on the schedule that's important. Mm-hmm. So I usually go back for the holidays. But if I don't, I'm back here in LA like every three months, every mm-hmm. two months, you know, and. At the beginning of the first two years, I was coming back a lot. And this last year, I haven't been back a lot. I've been back like two or three times this whole year. And it gets to me when it goes over like three or four months when we are in PR not doing anything. Like this last uh, fight camp that we're in, we're just in Puerto Rico for two months not doing anything. And kind of got to me where you're sitting down and you're just thinking like, damn, I I miss my friends. I miss my family. I want to go back and stuff. But I don't get to reflect on that. A lot because I'm always like it's like we said yeah, I'm always on the go I'm always moving we're from here we go back to PR for two days we go back to another event go back for three days another event we're just yeah. going and going and going so when I do get that time to reflect it's usually like three or four months in where mm-hmm. I, where that homesick kind of comes to me yeah, but true. then I come back and I'm here I see my friends I see my whole family I'm here for like a week or two and I get hungrier again you wanna I want to leave I don't wanna, I don't see. I don't feel like there's anything for me here right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm back. I get that recharge of like seeing my friends, seeing my family, going out with everyone. But then I just want to get back out there, bro. I want to yeah, get back yeah. out there and work. And it usually usually is like that. I go back two or three months, four months. I reflect on like, damn, I miss, I miss yeah, my mom. I miss, I miss my yeah. friends, you know? Like, so I like, get back. It. But yeah, when I do come back, I just want to... It kind of shows like how hungry and how much I really do love this that I yeah. just want to get back into work. I, I hate staying still. 
No, that's really good. I think that that's definitely, and I feel like, especially in Logan Paul's environment, and I feel like Logan Paul's the same way, where he just mm-hmm. looking like just grinding, grinding. I think that's why you guys are just a great. We, yeah, he, we want. He just wants to keep fucking going yeah. every single time. And this time that I came here, I noticed that on the schedule we didn't have anything planned for the whole month. So I said, "Hey, bro, I'm I'm gonna leave for these next three weeks if we're not having anything planned." Like, yeah, that's cool. Like, he probably needs to rest too. He yeah. needs to chill out. He needs to be by himself, which is with his fiance, and just. Mm-hmm hang out be himself like i live with him bro yeah so like he sees me every day so like yeah it's like we're free and we're resting but it's still work environment work yeah. friend environment you know mm-hmm. so I, I i tell him when we don't have anything on the schedule like i'm, I'm gonna go back and and rest and see my family and whenever that trip that new trip comes up that usually like out of the nowhere like this friday he's coming out on smackdown sick I was supposed to stay here for another week and a half, but randomly I see that Logan is going to come out on SmackDown, so I'm going to have to go to New York and do that. And then it doesn't make sense for me to come back to LA, so I'm going to have to stay in PR, you know, go back to PR and then just do like a few more events here in December. But most of the time it's just, if there's no events, resting, just rest, bro. And go back to LA or just rest in Puerto Rico. That's when you're traveling and you're in PR, when you come back home, do you just love the fact that you get to like just have authentic mexican food again bro right <laughs> you just grow the fuck out on mexican food well the first thing i eat here is fucking birria tacos yeah, bro. That's oh, right. oh yeah you posted it yeah, every yeah, single yeah, time yeah, i come yeah. birria tacos and i think this week i've gone like four different times and like the whole week five bro, different times there's a spot literally right here that's where we go bro after I, the film every morning bro you guys go there yeah yeah after we it's film. far but yeah me- fucking birria there's no there's no birria in puerto rico there's no ceviche aguachiles in puerto rico I, like, I saw you. You made ceviche for Logan. I, I make it. Logan. I had to make it myself. Yeah. And because I make it, I want Logan to try it. So he's always trying enchiladas. Uh, <laughs> chila, I make chilaquiles. He tries that shit. Aguachiles verdes. Aguachiles uh, rojos. Yeah. What's been his favorite uh, dish that you've Bro, cooked? him and Nina love aguachiles. Yeah. Bro, they, <laughs> oh, yes. Nina, t- okay, we have this like tradition that every single Saturday for fight night, I make aguachiles. Oh, so every man. single Saturday, it's like, aguachiles, aguachiles, aguachiles. <laughs> So like usually every Saturday over there I make aguachiles for them and they love it. Oh, that's sick. Can you eat step up the day before a fight? Uh, Saturdays. Oh, okay, Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah Friday, usually okay. Saturdays are like fight nights for like UFC or like random boxing events. And, and you know, it. I think it's it just the, the the work you're doing with Logan that's amazing. But also, I think something you're bringing in that you're helping grow is really the Mexican space in the social media world yeah. because uh, this is another reason why I wanted to do this. Like some people know me behind mm-hmm. the scenes. But, like, not a lot of people know that a fucking full-blooded Mexican is behind the scenes of Logan Paul's stuff, you know? Exactly. And that's, bro, I, I'm I'm pretty fucking sure you're bro. the one that taught him the, the Peso Pluma dance. The one that I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, shit, that was, that was It you. was on an Apple TV documentary. They were filming the whole WrestleMania weekend, and they kind of gave me props because I always come tell them, come up with ideas and pitch them stuff. And I told them, like, hey, bro, I think you should do this dance. Do it right on top of here with the Prime bottle. And it's for sure going to get views. Like, for sure. 10 million views two days later. And that's, like, one of the so many times where I've been right in his eyes with the ideas that I bring to him. So every single idea I bring to him or every pitch that I bring to him, he trusts me wholeheartedly every single time. No, that's great. You know? Yeah. Like how you said, that's, that's such a beautiful thing to say, like. Like basically, Logan's right hand man is a Mexican American exactly. dude that and used to work at Subway. Exactly, and that's uh, Kimmy Chills. That's Ex- exactly, bro. Well. Let's yeah. clap it up for <laughs> Kevin right here, bro. Let's go, yeah, bro. Huge, Bringing bro. the that's culture yeah. to the mainstream, bro. That's the best part. Exactly, you guys. Uh, like first at Rajida was uh, you guys. Were yeah, I, I mean, I facilitated that collab because I was uh, 
I was kind of friends with their videographer Osvaldo for a while. Mm -hmm. We were kind of like going back and forth on like each other's stories and stuff, but like we never kind of found the time to like actually collab and do stuff because I feel like the dichotomy of Logan and Fuerza doing a video together is crazy. Like no one expects that like, to happen, yeah, yeah. you know? So we were kind of in talks for a little while and it, it was like a one or two days that they were going to be in Puerto Rico and we kind of just set everything up. Logan had no idea who they were. They he's kind of heard his music here and there, but like I had to come in and pitch. He trusts me, so I come in like, "Hey, this is the band. This is how they do hello videos. They're all they're kind of like our group. Like we just like doing shit on the fly. Mm -hmm. They're exactly like how we work, and I feel like you guys would be amazing together. And if people see you a video of you two guys together, it'll just Insane. bring. It's good for both of us. Help yeah, me, yeah. help you. It'll help him. It'll help us. It'll help Prime. It'll help Logan. Mm -hmm. So like. I don't know if you want to do this. We're we have a flight in four at four. They want to come at twelve. We're, we'll slap this out in two hours. I invite them to the gym and we fucking did it quick. They did yeah. a music video with him in it. We did a few clips with our stuff in it. Uh, some with my ideas. Prime is always in it. Prime is gonna get hell exposure for the Mexican audience. It's like mm -hmm. the pitch that goes to it. And he trusted me wholeheartedly. And they came. We everything went smooth. He even during it, he's like, bro, like good shit. Like yeah. this is crazy. Like we're I never thought I'd collab with them. You know. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So like bringing those two worlds together that would never happen otherwise is That's, cool to do you know yeah. for sure i think yeah um growing up i always i feel like we always lacked like that mexican representation mm -hmm. so now that you're being put in positions where you can do it and making it and making younger kids see that like for sarajida is something mainstream something this type of music something mainstream this type of dance this type of culture is mainstream is incredibly important so, um, you know, my hats off to you thank for you, just bro. putting that to together. You, thank yeah, you, all thank your you. accomplishments, bro. All yeah. your projects, bro. Congratulations thank to like, you, everything, bro. bro. But like I, like I said, I, I want people to know that. I want yeah, people yeah. to know that someone like me that came from a little-ass town in L.A. that was, his first job was in Subway was able to yeah. be the right-hand man of one of the biggest influencer superstars in the world yeah. right now, you know? Yeah. And I was able to do it because I knew I belong somewhere where i wanted to do it and because my mindset allowed me to like if mm -hmm. you really want to do something like you got to really attack that shit with no no expectations and no nothing no that's gonna hold no no doubt nothing that's gonna hold you back from what you really want to do mm -hmm. no fear and no no fear like even if you fuck up four times that fifth time might be your break you know yeah, yeah. You just got to keep going, keep believing in yourself and have that mindset of always like just going after what you really want to do, bro. That's great. What That's would be ask. like an advice you'll give to your younger self, like uh, from like from now on to like maybe your yourself, like maybe just when you're like and you're when you're in that spot where you're like, I don't know what the fuck. I, I know I want to do something, but I don't know what it is. What's that advice you'll give to him now? To my younger self or yeah. to younger people? To your younger self. Wow. Uh... I feel like I, uh, my younger self was so hungry that I'm glad that he did what he did to get to the places where he is. Mm -hmm. But just to, just kind of derailing from that, one of, um, one of, one of, one piece of advice that I would give myself now and my, myself that has been living through this for the past three years was like, really look back and and realize what you're doing and soak it all in, bro. Because days happen, events happen like nothing, and you don't get to really soak it in while you're living it in the moment. Yeah. You know, you get to look at it with pictures sometimes or yeah. like videos, but like leaving it, living it in the moment and actually being present in the moment while doing these big things is like the, one of the most important things. Yeah. You know, how like how how important do you think uh, networking is to you? 
like in meeting the people you know in these events and how do you that's another piece of advice i'd give me because these past three years i kind of was shelled up and not i've been in front of the most the craziest people and the craziest Mm -hmm. connections that i've ever never thought i'd be in but i never took the opportunity and the advantage that i had right in front of you know these past two years i've been put in the craziest dinners the craziest situations meeting the most craziest people but I, because of the job I'm in and the little shelled mindset that I have, I didn't attack those opportunities full full head, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you do, if you are blessed enough to be in those situations, those opportunities, you have to just take advantage of those opportunities because exactly. some of those opportunities never come for some people. Exactly. Like, I, never. I saw this uh, uh, podcast with Kevin Hart and Joe Rogan. He said when he met Jeff Bezos for the first time, so he was like in the room with Jeff Bezos and he told his friend, he's like, hey, bro, that's Jeff Bezos. I'm gonna go talk to him. And then um, his Kevin Hart's friend was like, bro, like, no, don't make a fool. You're gonna make a fool out of yourself. Don't go do that. And he's like, bro, that's fucking Jeff Bezos. Like, if I don't have anything to say, I'm at least say what's up. Let him see my mm-hmm. face. And uh, yeah, he didn't say that. And that's exactly what he did. He was like, I don't have anything to offer right now. But I was like, I want to say, I want to go introduce myself. I want to say what's up. Just take those chances, and I bet that worked out for him. Yeah, show face. Show face. Yeah, showing face is extremely important. But um, so being in these events and all these networking stuff and networking is going back to that, my bad. Yeah. It's extremely important, bro. Yeah. Extremely important. You always want to be friends and be cool with the people that you never know are going to give you an opportunity in the future. You know, you always want to be friendly and connect with even the most random people. You were yeah. telling me earlier that you would drink prime at the gym, which yeah. made you talk to random people at the gym. No, yeah. And I'm, not like, even, bro, I'm not even like, I don't even want to be like, Oh, this is I'm promoting prime. Like dead ass. <laughs> nah, he drinks prime, yeah. yeah. Dead ass. Like I, I do drink prime. And I, I, I noticed first time I had prime at the gym, I, it made me like, I felt like it got me a little bit more dancing because I was a little bit more dancing. I was like saying what's up to people. He's doing by chopper. He's not working out. He's not working out. just dancing and shit. Like, hey, what's up? Yeah, exactly. And that's made me like kind of open up to people and be like, hey, what's up? What's what's good? But it's good because you never know who you run into, bro. You Mm -hmm. never know that the next person you run into or the next person you're sitting next to, like some random WWE event, is the the owner of Slim Jim type shit. Or like someone at the gym that you go to is the owner of a production that's needing a position for some shit you know you yeah, just yeah. never know you yeah. always want to be friendly to everyone around you even though it doesn't bring an opportunity right there and then yeah, networking be friends be cool with everyone do not be stuck up do not think that you're the shit because yeah. of any position that you're in but like just be cool with everyone be humble and be chill yeah. have you met those types of fake people in this industry everywhere bro yeah so many people think that they're hot shit yeah and one thing I realized and being seeing stuff and being in these different places is that there's so many levels to this shit. Like the people that really think that they're the shit and they have money are like barely scraping the entrance of like the levels they could that's why all they could get into. You know? <laughs> that's insane. That's a crazy diss. <laughs> that's that so is like, insane. That is so insane. like yeah, you could think you got money and you got all this fucking bling bling or whatever the fuck, but like bro. It's not no one's terrible. No, bro. Like, and, and because of that, I'm I was able to stay humble. Mm-hmm, like, yeah. bro, none of this shit matters, bro. Even the highest of the highest billionaires in the same positions that we are, just with the shitload of money, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like I think you posted that you you put, like we all live the same lives or something like bro, that. No, yeah, but I meant that with like our experiences. It's just funny how you you think you've had like a interesting or like very different life than others. 
but then you've done the same shit like as everyone else. Like I was, I did you know, I had the idea. I you. <laughs> when you called me, I was like, bro, we're living the same life, I dog. I was like, I thought I was different. <laughs> what the fuck, dog? It's like you're not special. It's like really I'm not special. <laughs> like I just noticed none of us are special in that type of way. Like, cause if you're, like, no, you ever bro. notice how like you see videos, you're like, bro, you. You lived that experience too? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, did, yeah. did I not have one single like different experience? Like, when I thought I was, I was a up? snowflake. I thought I was different. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? So like, like the reason why I say that is because I saw this video where it's like, you know how when it's super cold, right? When and you shot? go to the bathroom yeah. and you come back and you lay down and you put the covers on you and you like do a little giggle and you shiver. Oh yeah, it's the best. Bro, when I saw that, I was like, there's no fucking way that everyone does this. Yeah. Like, I, you know how you like, you, you go in, you put on the cover, you're like... <laughs> <laughs> bro I'm like dude the fact and I saw the amount of likes that I was like dog there's no yeah, I was like, like bro like, you do that bro there's so many little things that guys do that every single fucking guy yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. like the one when you got your ass beat by your parents what did you do and you're like I swear I'm gonna beat him up when I grow up no no like all this shit dude you're like and then you see that like someone posted like a funny video about it, you're like dude did, like, did I not have any fucking special experiences dude <laughs> and you, the, the yelling <laughs> like <laughs> you like can you do it oh they don't they don't love me I fucking hate this I hate this house like dude like oh my god you in your restroom in your little ass room <laughs> I remember one time I was going through that and I told my parents I was running away and like, and like I ran like I ran away and I just they didn't say anything you're like fuck they don't want me back yeah they didn't they didn't make a thing about it I was like yeah. like y'all not gonna get me like what the fuck nah, they knew you were coming back multiple yeah. experiences bro where I, I mean I can go on and on and then people are gonna be like dude I have to live too I'm just like dude like that's crazy the same, bro. it's like if we're like programmed to have the same life <laughs> like, at that some point you're like humans bro humans yeah. humans dude like yeah something that you think you could probably like comment right now something you think that no one's ever like happened Someone's to them so it. there's gonna be like a hundred thousand people that have the same experience <laughs> i'll challenge you with yeah, that i'll comment something I'm gonna, I'm gonna comment something and see who's done it i'm gonna see <laughs> you expose yourself I'm to weird so totally embarrassing <laughs> everyone's like yeah bro honestly not you ever like put your dick in a shoe what? 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 Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait. A shoe? I, I smell my shoes. That is me. What kind of shoe? Wait, wait, wait. The, the ones that like wrap uh, around your ankles. You're like an Air Force? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, the ones that wrap around your ankles. <laughs> Those? But uh, actually, that's. Uh, we kind of hit. We were like uh, kind of scratching the surface of a simulation. And, oh, we uh, are in a simulation. We are. We're in a that's simulation. my point. That whole thing, it feels like we're just in a simulation, bro. Yeah. We're all Sims. Have you seen uh, The Trip to Infinity? Trip to nah. Infinity. On Netflix. Ooh, you guys, no. ooh. Documentary? Yeah. Okay, no. no. It's basically ex explaining what infinity is in mathematical terms and ooh. what is possible. And it's fucking crazy, bro. It's fucking crazy. That documentary in itself made me rethink our, our life existence, bro. We it's ain't shit. shit. Yeah, yeah. We are not shit, bro. You think yeah. there's like... You think there's other big players like have you seen that one? I think Simpsons does it where it's like the world and it zooms out and then it's like aliens playing marbles. It could be like some shit like that. Bro, aliens are real. You oh you <laughs> I don't want you to brought it up. Okay, so any so <laughs> you can't the leeway. I, I think I think I think so I, I agree, agree too. Yeah. I agree too. I mean what you think there's you think we're the only ones? Yeah, it's like bro? nah. Yeah, there's no possible. way. One of the best quotes. I forgot who said it, but it was Kevin amazing. did. Aliens are real. <laughs> <laughs> Quoted alien. Kevin said it, aliens are real. Twenty twenty three. No, but I think, one, I think. I think. If someone said uh, it was scientists. I said one of the scariest things in life is. Uh, well, he said either 
we there is other life form or we're all alone and both of those are very scary yeah like uh, it, that's true like it's scary that we either we are just the only we're like, not life alone forms. we're not alone. no i know but that or we're <laughs> not and that's also scary both See, are just scary he says part. that because he's seen the footage uh, what footage he's seen uh, the footage uh, like the ones that go on on Twitter and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 like the Navy one that they have like an infrared camera and they see like a fucking. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. I think that was the AI or some shit. You think so? <laughs> nah, hell no. <laughs> there's, um, uh, there's this this thing that Logan Paul mentioned a while ago that was blowing up. Yeah. That he's got some footage. Logan mentioned? Yeah, yeah. I don't think he did. Nah, it wasn't him. He doesn't I have think, some footage that's like. I think someone on Joe Rogan meant that worked with us yeah okay the podcast time. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like someone said that he someone said that it. he said that he did someone said and, that he, and yeah. logan confirmed it so like i guess logan did say it. <laughs> okay, but yeah. uh what did he, what did he say did you guys do your research so on that? okay <laughs> he I'm said like, yeah, we yeah. actually have the footage we'll put we'll it up you don't have the footage you do he's got it <laughs> Okay, so it's in his Snapchat memory. So, so, so not, like, check it out, bro. So not even getting into it, but like, how, how do you feel sometimes, like knowing you have like all of these like these secrets that everybody these wants secrets. to know? They're not as crazy as you guys think. Like, they're it's it's cool footage, but it's I think I could say this because I think it's been out, but it's basically footage from a couple that recorded through a VHS camera in 1995. I think I saw it on Twitter. 1995. This this couple recorded footage on their VHS camera that passing through that city they give they gave the tape to this old man that lived in a random trailer and that man didn't want that footage to be seen anywhere he's the only one that had it the only one that had this footage and me and logan found out about that so we wanted to go there go in the middle of nowhere and try to buy this footage off of him yeah and he wasn't buying it he's like i don't want to sell this i don't want to sell this so so I, what did I, what did they say? That so the farmer no longer is alive. How did Logan? And you guys have the footage. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, it was either, I don't want to misquote. He did either. die though. Oh, to I the think farmer. he died, bro. Oh, shit. Crazy. But uh, yeah. like a year ago, we did this like three years ago. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. But uh, <laughs> what did you hear? How did Logan get the footage uh, from your guys' eyes? From he, what I remember, it was that that exact same thing that he went to go buy it from someone, but he didn't want to. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was, and that's what I thought it was. He secretly okay, this recorded is my conspiracy. it. This is my conspiracy. <laughs> Kevin went in like this. Nah, yeah. just <laughs> my conspiracy. <laughs> you don't need to answer this, but it's my conspiracy. This is what I think. I think you guys, both of you guys, you guys went to go do that. And uh, and we FBI raided us. So this is my conspiracy. I've always thought about this. I was like, that story, what you said is true. You went to go meet this guy and he didn't want to buy. Middle it. of nowhere, bro. Middle he lives nowhere. in the trailer. No service. Like hers, the Carly dog style? Like, no. Middle of nowhere yeah, we're, we're scared, bro. We yeah. meet this guy in the parking lot. It's going to take us to his thing because he doesn't want his location to be this close. Yeah, it's crazy. Place. Yeah, I think I forgot if it, if it was, but I think someone mentioned something about having a pen with the camera. And oh, it was in his pocket. Yeah, yeah. but I think it was you recording. I think you're the behind the scenes guy, and I think you recorded the. I think Logan Paul is like, "Hey, bro, record this. I'm gonna talk to this guy." But you, I didn't go in to talk to him. He no? went by himself inside the trailer. I never uh, went. I always thought it was you that Loki recorded. But maybe, it. maybe he was mic'd up, or maybe he was wearing a button camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. it's not like he blinked Perhaps. twice into the camera. He blinked maybe, twice. maybe he has a, a button that's fake in his shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he is like. Oh, let me see the footage. Yeah, and then it's you just. You want to sell it? Let me see the footage. Yeah, <laughs> that's <a crazy> <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's like really big too. He's like, 
Big old chest. Hey, did it like get boobs or something? Exactly. It was like that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he went in there. He was talking to the guy, and I was just on the outside, kind of watching the perimeter. Not like listening in. I mean, no one was around, bro. Fucking oh, tumble leaf. Like, <laughs> 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 he was like this. They're just there, like. Yeah. I had the headphones on. I was just kind of listening, but uh, I didn't know what was going on in there. And then he comes out. We leave, and we see the footage after, and. Even him, his reaction coming out was like, "Oh, what the fuck was this?" Really? This is every time you watch a VHS tape, it gets degraded over time. Yeah. Every single time you watch it, it gets oh. degraded, and it's been since 1995. So it's a little bit glitchy. If he even did get anything, it would be a little bit glitchy because this VHS footage has been it's been, it's been written over for a while. But he came out and he wasn't as surprised as I thought he was gonna be because mm. this footage is is, cra- is it is fucking crazy. But it's not as crazy. It's not fucking. Someone world, saying it's not up. worldwide news. It's yeah. not, and it's, yeah. it's just like a crazy footage that was in 1995. That's for sure unaltered. Damn. I really, bro. I swear, I really thought Logan Paul was gonna be the one to reveal aliens to the world. Like I'm not even. Lying. So we're we wanted we have a whole documentary of what happened that whole thing. Oh, sick. Like we we document everything. We got footage of every single thing that happened. We have that doc ready, but we don't think the footage is exciting enough to make a dent in the alien space. Mm-hmm. So what we want to do is wait for something to come out later that kind of resembles what we have to kind of pinpoint two different types of footages that look the same. So yeah. Logan Paul will show the world aliens are real. If, before GTA 6. Isn't that insane? Like, wow. CM Punk returns before GTA oh, 6 comes out, dude. What the fuck, bro? CM Punk don't want the US champ, though. I'm just oh. saying. Oh. I'm just, nah, I don't think he, he wants to go bigger, bro. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wants I think to he wants to go to the, you know, that, that world heavyweight title, maybe? Yeah. Nah, I think he's going after Roman Reigns, bro. He yeah, I heard. Him. I heard. I think that's, that's. I, I've been looking in the comments. I think that's going to be the one. I think Everyone thinks it's going to be Seth Rollins. Next, it's next lens yeah, for yeah. sure because I feel like they have a little bit of an- real animosity. Behind yeah, them. I saw that when Sam Punk first came out. Shit. Yeah. I was like, was that real? And I saw people were saying like, yeah, that was real. Knowing Seth, that I, that that looked real. Yeah, because <laughs> you had him on. You, had, you, you guys had him on um, Impulsive. Yeah, but and, Logan yeah. also had a match with him. Yeah, he did. At, um, which he was able to work with him in. What pay per view was that again? Uh, WrestleMania. What? Yeah, last year, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Versus Holy Seth, fuck, that's right? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's when Case I got fucking with the bottle. Oh, with the bottle. <laughs> with the yeah. bottle. It's the same match. I yeah, forgot, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. That was funny, dude. But uh, fuck. Where were we? So yeah, we're not. Aliens. We're not alone. In oh, the- yeah, yeah, we're not alone. Hell no, we're not. I I really believe that somewhere in another galaxy, Star Wars type of shit what is real. Oh, galaxy. like they're fighting like. I mean, who knows, bro? We're, Most likely to be. That'd be crazy. I think, I think there's a civilization that's like 50,000 years above us, 100,000, a whole century fucking yeah, in I mean, front of us. I feel like there's humans that are not in this world that like left. Bro, talk about the ocean though. Yeah, exactly. The like fuck? I feel like aliens came Octopus. from there. Octopi. Big ass krakens that have their legs. Do you see that one? What the hell, bro? Yeah, have you seen that? Oh, that long ass squid. Remember that video I showed you yeah, guys? Yeah, it's real too. Yeah, I'm, they I'm, live I'm, all the way at the bottom. Like, dude. we're worried about outside of the earth but what about inside <laughs> we've we've discovered five percent of the and ocean you know what's crazy no, about those wild. squids they they um um barely like i found out about like five six seven years ago i forgot um those are they've only found babies those are all just little like babies yeah <laughs> those those, those squids yeah, yeah the one with Meg? the long ass arms Meg, yeah and like the under under the storm there's yeah. like bigger creatures the, like yeah. who knows yeah Maybe bro like they still haven't found a, a full adult you know what's <sighs> my you know how what's do they know the age huh how do they know how old they are they asked them. Yeah, they 
I have this theory uh, with like Bigfoot because you know how is Bigfoot real, Kevin. You guys, you guys doing a finding Bigfoot? There's people with some big ass feet, but I don't know. <laughs> right. I don't know Bigfoot. But I have this, uh, <laughs> I have this theory. You know how, like in the ocean, like octopuses and there's other octopi. There's all and there's other fishes that like blend into their environment. It's more fish in the deep, sea. deep yeah. down. Yeah. Who is to oh, say okay, okay. that those aren't there aren't mammals living like that either? Like, what if Bigfoot is also has that power mm, to, to like, camouflage change? the things? Yeah. Or like a chameleon, basically. Yeah, chameleon stuff. Like who says I saw this one video where supposedly these But why don't they want to be seen? Because you have big ass feet. Yeah, I don't think it's like because those type of animals hide because they're predators. predators. Mm-hmm. I don't think any predators are going after Bigfoot. Yeah, no one's gonna fuck with us. Why the fuck why does he not want to be seen? Wait, we, 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 <laughs> what animal would kill Imagine Bigfoot. if yeah. imagine if Bigfoot comes out, right? And then it's like CIA would just be like, boop. Yeah, they know about CIA. Well, they proved that those type of animals did exist long ago. Giants, but the question is if it's still alive today. That's Hmm. like the debate. Maybe like that one or two that's like barely surviving somehow. But I mean, who knows, bro? There's so many things, and the world's so big. I mean, you've been all over the world. Like you, you're like, oh shit, like. There's so many things I see here. Like, I, like, I, you went to Iceland? Was it? Was Iceland, that one of the 99 originals? Yeah. That was crazy. Well, Iceland. That was going to be one of my questions for you. Like, you you know, you being a Mexican and everything, going all around the world, how, like, when, I have, like, when you talk to people, like, when you tell them all, like, do you tell them you're Mexican and everything, like, how's the reaction to, like, like, is there, like, like how, how how is that, basically? Meeting, uh, like, new cultures and then showing your culture to them, basically. O- overseas, they fucking love us, They bro. fuck with yeah. it? They love us, like... When I get into conversations with like people in Spain or like people in Iceland or like people in Australia, and then like the first thing I say because of how I look mm. is I'm Mexican, you know, and the reaction is, oh shit, you're he got on Mexican. Oh, like shit. they love us, bro. Yeah, on the sick. other side of the world, they love us, but I don't see that many Mexicans on the other side, you know. Yeah, it's like yeah. that small, small percentage. I remember the last time I saw someone was in Denmark. Like I was coming out of a hotel and he was like the like the the chairman taxi guy or whatever, and I saw him I'm like, bro, I know you fucking. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> I was like, Mexicano, like, yeah, yeah, in fucking Denmark, bro, yeah, it's Copenhagen, crazy. bro. Wow. Fuck. So like, it's rare to see Latinos and Mexicans in the other side of the world, yeah. but I hope that starts to change real, For sure. real soon. You know. You know what's crazy? Uh, you saying that like Mexicans are so loved, like especially Spain. in Spain. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard different. Yeah, I've heard differently. And it's just no, like I mean the Spaniards that I've met. Yeah, I I don't know if they're being fake or not, but yeah. they love. They're so enthusiastic about that's so uh, cool. people from Mexico. They're like, oh, I, I love your. I love how yeah. it is. I love the. I love the city. I mm. love specific cities they name, and they just love it. They love it. That's cool. Yeah, I feel that, that's dope to hear though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that because, is dope to hear because I feel like in Mexican culture, there's a lot of fear based things. Where it's like you don't want to do something because someone gets fear in your head. Be like, oh, why are you gonna go? Like they don't like you. Like type mm. of shit like that. So when you hear someone who went to Spain, nah, you be like, bro. Oh, they fuck I with guess you. Hearing Europe, those experiences. They, yeah. they like Mexicans more than Americans, bro. Even that, Americans yeah, one, yeah. going overseas is like, oh, American, bro. Ew. Yeah, what's up, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel. I mean, yeah, yeah like they don't. They, I can see why, like, because I feel like we're like there's a USA customs. has 
You've had it, this this pers- I don't know like this like cocky little, persona. Yeah, yeah. We're like we feel like we're like U.S. people from like Americans feel like we're like the big dogs. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like when you have like that Mexican in you, you're like not really. Like, like we're all like, kind of similar. Exactly. You know? I guess it's the culture. We're just naturally humble, and they feel that right away. Yeah, and and, and it's true, like the yeah. culture because like Mexican culture and every other culture like other than in, in the these in the states is like it's like a community. Mm-hmm. And in the, the states, it's more like you you you. It's yeah, like singularities. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why they kind of fuck with us because like. I feel like even you, like you're eating at a restaurant and like a lady, if she drops something or something, you're probably gonna even try to help her, mm-hmm. right? And like Americans are like, oh, it's yeah. her job. So it's some, like, some, some, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some, some, some. No, but also I think the dopest thing is because you guys share a common interest. Like when you go to Europe and all these other countries is the biggest sport in the world, football, soccer. 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 Yeah, so like they when they know you're Mexican, like, oh, yeah, this, he yeah. most most likely loves soccer, yeah, you know? Yeah. So even like, at the World Cup, I was... Rocking you're my Mexican dress, yeah. bro. And I, everywhere I went, oh, man, he got him, he got him. I love that shit. I heard no matter where the World Cup is, Mexicans always have the biggest families. Oh, it's always way. Mexicans, Gosh, English, uh, and then if Argentina. the Irish are there, the, I heard Irish fans Argentina. are really Argentina, dope. Argentina, for sure. Argentina, Argentina fans, Brazil. Yeah. It's crazy. Brazil, yeah. Sheesh. What country's got the baddest women? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> From your experience in Qatar, when you saw the fans out there, what do you, what you were like, you know what? Damn. What was the best jersey you saw? <laughs> what was yeah, the yeah, best jersey, bro? <laughs> Best I mean, it's only people with money that I guess are gonna go to mm, Qatar, yeah. like yeah, people yeah. that have saved their lives. Yeah. I don't fucking know, but uh, best, best jersey. The best jersey. <laughs> Put him in the hot seat. The best crop top jersey. <laughs> the, the alien, the alien one didn't even bother him, but this one's like, nah. <laughs> like or about when you travel to different countries. Once you were like, you know, these are uh, Spanish like, people. Yeah, Spanish. Spanish people are are really good looking. Yeah, I've heard Scandinavian is supposedly like the rated number one. Iceland? Like Swiss, like no, like oh, sorry, not oh no, like um, Swiss, Swiss, uh, um, Switzerland, Swedish, uh, Swedish people, and then Danish people, like that area, Sweden, Denmark, like I guess in that area is rated number one when you like, I guess like when you, when you like beauty standards and the yeah, way. beauty standards mm-hmm. and all that stuff, yeah. Oh, okay, but I don't know like what your take is on that. Uh, <laughs> say Latinos, bro. That's all you guys. I mean, it's always gonna be Latinos, <laughs> bro. Always, bro. I agree. <laughs> I feel like I've Shout seen. I've seen. I've seen it. I've seen a lot, and I've, you know, yeah. been able to yeah, experience yeah. how different type of ethnicities are. And, what do you mean by experience? Uh, <laughs> meet certain people, people, you know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, it's, it's always, dude. it's always <laughs> Latinas that are gonna be on top of the world, bro. Yeah, yeah. and know? on top of you. Uh, who knows? So, so do you guys eat tamales for Christmas? Over there? Me? No, like over oh. there. Because you, you, you do you spend like Christmas time over there a little I, bit. And no, I usually come back. Oh, you come back. I always yeah. come back. Oh, okay. uh, I, yeah. the, the biggest major like holiday that I spent overseas was I think Thanksgiving in... Um, Thanksgiving in... Fuck. In Norway. Damn. That's sick. I think. Or something like that. I yeah. think it was Norway, but I spent Thanksgiving there. You know, just like a random little dinner with... Actually, it was me, Logan, and this guy named Mike Horn. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys ever heard about Mike Horn. Bro, he's the most... He is a... He is a... What do you call it? He does like expeditions and stuff. He's like a traveler. He does oh, different shit. stuff. Like he, for the mountains and stuff? Yeah, he like climbs mountains. He, he circumnavigated the globe. Dang. He... At some point, he had to cut off his fingers because of his head frostbite. That's crazy. With a wire, like the craziest stories this man has ever done. And that night, we all went to dinner. He invited us to his house. In his own house, he has a cave that's giving him Evian water daily from the mountain. What? Like this guy, Mike Horn, is 
most insane man in the world insane like i'm so intrigued that no one has done any stories on him or like any big documentaries on this let's guy. get him on the pod hey mike corn hit us up he's he's <laughs> he's insane bro yeah. he's insane but like i had thanksgiving with him that's kind of only the real big holiday that I've kind of done while being away from home. Mm. And he's American, just living out there? Or you Mike just Horn? Said, yeah. Mike Horn, he's, I think he's French or something mm. like that. But he lives uh, near Geneva, which is across from, I That's think, Switzerland, right? right? Oh, I was, in, I was in Switzerland. I okay. was in Switzerland, not Norway. Across, yeah, Geneva. I'm bad at geography, so it either hey, way to hey, me, bro. it all seemed like hey, the same thing. You know what helps? Soccer. Soccer. Yep. Okay, Come on, bro. Yeah. Champions League, the work, <laughs> all that shit helps, bro. Yeah, Come it on, really does. Oh, it, it's crazy though. What's uh actually going going back to the holiday dish thing? Do you um <laughs> what Aaron does? Aaron <laughs> likes to have uh eggs in his tamales the next morning. In side? Yeah, on the side. Even that is like what the fuck? Are you yeah, serious? Bro, you're you're very that. common, bro. But you know what? And it's, it's not even a region thing, bro. People just do I've it. Never, like you're the first person. Nah. No, you eat tamales for you, breakfast yeah, or that's eggs. Like, no, that's why I said yeah, like it's not salt, salt, right? <laughs> you know, you make tamales for Christmas, right? The next morning when you have a lot of leftover because you know you're gonna have some leftovers. Then you're gonna eat three tamales. Right on the pan, a little bit of oil, right? You you crisp them up a little bit, yeah, right? You crisp them up. That's understandable. Eggs on the side, even if you guys had frijoles, then like the Where night before. Uh, my dad from Chihuahua and my mom from Tijuana. This is I, mean, I, don't know. I, I thought it was a regional thing. I don't it's think not, so. bro, you, dude. Kevin, do you that have... same video, dude. The comments. There is there people we, saying? Wait, yeah. you guys already posted? We, like, yeah, we talked about something like that, and it well, just, what was the re reception like? It was half and half. What? Yeah, bro, it's way more than half no. and half. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the comments. You're dude, biased right now. You've been biased. Being biased. I think it just. There's just, a poll on the screen right now. There's a poll. <laughs> Hit it up. There's uh, a pool. A poll. If you eat tamales, tamales, eggs, or tamales and eggs. Yeah. Separate. Yeah. Exactly. Separate. It's like having a hot dog and a hamburger in the same city. Like you it's gotta choose one. You can't. You just can have do that at a barbecue. I, I think you could do that too. <laughs> okay. How about like a steak and a hot dog? A hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. And what? That's it. Uh, like you have to have those. Like you can't. You don't just have a steak and a hot dog. I think just the eggs and tamales are weird as fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, it fucking fits. I'm gonna it's a try combo, this shit, bro. I'm gonna try this shit. What's that? Bro, and if you had like the charro beans, like you know, be like the tocino beans and shit, bro. That and then you that, go to breakfast too, bro. Right there, all together, dude. <laughs> What's that other dish you're talking about that I had no idea what you're talking about? Remember we brought it up the other day. What dish? You like? You said we're like, oh, it's the tamales, and then you said something else, and I was like, I've never had that. Was it with beans? Huevos. Nah, I wasn't Wevels. Wevels? Forgot. Do you have any like dishes that you eat that you think that no other people do? We're Not like, really. Or some, I guess, weird combos. People from Guadalajara are pretty normal. We're pretty normal. <laughs> do, you do you like mustard? Yeah. Do you, have you ever put it on your pizza? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, ketchup. Yo, turn off is Maybe. Mind. People in Mexico put, <laughs> ketchup, put ketchup on ketchup, the pizza. Right? Sometimes. So I don't really like ketchup. I like mustard. Pizza with mustard is fire. What the that fuck? Is, How much? A like, little bit. Just... Like one nah. line or like, like a like, drizzle? No, nah. like like one line or like maybe I, I I put it like on the side and then I'll just dip my pizza. I don't eat the whole thing. What like, the fuck? Yeah. I, I'm barely putting mustard on my hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. right. But that's uh, the only thing I like I put mustard. mustard y'all little boys. Y'all little boys. Y'all don't know. Y'all don't get it, bro. Bro, you put ranch. That's nasty. On a hot dog? On a pizza? Dip it after every other bite. That kind of passes because you got wings next to it. Wings with milk? That's weird. I'd rather dip my fries in ranch than ketchup. Honestly, fries and what? Yeah. Fries and ranch other than ketchup? I, I don't like ranch. I only ranch with like lemon pepper wings. I do it with carrots. That's it. I don't like carrots. Ranch. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't uh. like ranch. Are you are you the type to like spread your ketchup on the fries or are you the dipper? Dip. Yeah. I trust you for sure. Because <laughs> yes, like, what if what if you, you grab pour it all on your fries, bro? Yeah, if I'm on my fries, no, uh, you get, you get to choose your portion. Yeah, that's true. I just I don't know. I, I, what if you sh- grab a fry and there's ketchup on your finger? Yeah, you're like I'll fucking uh, like, damn toss it. Eight. <laughs> he's like he's like I don't have time to dip. <laughs> <laughs> I need it ready right now. I don't like sharing. So nah, I'm just like, uh, I just like a fork with like lemon hot Cheetos or a fork with fries and ketchup. I see people using chopsticks to eat like hot Cheetos. That's stupid. Right? That's not that's cultural appropriate. Yo, I can't even talk shit because I, I eat my sushi with the fucking fork, bro. I'm oh, not even gonna lie. I ain't going front. I ain't I'm going not gonna front. lie. The first dinner I had with the team prior, team Logan, bro, I couldn't even grab a, a fucking piece of sushi, bro. Like, oh, fuck. Still can't, bro. Yeah, oh, fuck. It's funny. And I at least could kind of get it now. I gotta yeah. put it in, but like a fork, dog. I, I kind of at least tried. I know I, I tried many times, bro. <laughs> fucking suck. I fucking suck, dude. Okay. I'm like every time I try grabbing it, that shit just falls apart. Every time, I'm just like, bro, I'm just gonna. Yeah, your hands. Either I'm shaking. just gonna, either I'm just gonna grab it, bah, or I'm but fork, bro. You're I on a date and you're like, I know, bro. I'm like struggling for yeah, not to so fucking fall over, and then bam, the fucking seaweed falls apart. You, you don't yeah. take girls to, on sushi dates, of course. And if I have, yeah, I've done it before. Yeah, my mom sushi was, dates. That's a good sushi, date. Yeah, yes, my yes. mom. Oh, he has a theory. Well, it's not a theory. It's a it's a proven fact. Oh my bad, bro. Yeah, it's a proven bro, fact. My, it's, it's been like it's, it's it's a whole Google research and everything. If you go on first date to sushi, there's a seventy percent chance you're getting a second date. Why? Who said that? It's Google, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you trust everything you read online, Google, bro. Darling. It's just real. Yeah, yeah, watch. Check it out. Yeah, seventy percent. The real guy, and he said it. The real got like two million likes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, it's it's, it's me. True. It's actually me. Like I I said I, I I saw one article made a TikTok about it. Now it's a thing. No, bro, my <laughs> I guess that's. I guess that's understandable. And remember, yeah, bro, you could nice be as you could be as weird as you want, but it's also the type of girl you're hanging out with. Yeah, because yeah. what if she doesn't like sushi? Or what if she only likes going to Chick Fil A and sitting in the car? And that's a date for her. You that's know? the mm-hmm. best. Yeah. I, I like the inexpensive ones. Yeah, pocket loves the Canes one. Canes is fire, bro. New study finds that sushi is the key to a second date. Who are the Who are the Who's this by? By the way, who's it by? I don't know. I don't, never, I don't even know. Esquire. Uh, Esquire. Esquire. I've heard of them. If you're... Um, amateur... What? Politicals? Tend to experience 13% more orgasms. Wait. What? <laughs> but like, what am I reading? Random, <laughs> like, there's a Democrats are very bro, different leaders. Liberal 16 election type. What What's the going on here? Sushi? I feel like a lot of girls don't like raw fish. No, they just they like, like raw. raw though. <laughs> or the raw fish, um, you know? Yeah. yeah. Bro, my, my oh, mom my and my dad, my mom and my dad were so, like, we used to eat sushi pretty often. And they were like, they were literally almost beat my ass because I didn't know how to use chopsticks until I learned. Sushi's and fine. my mom would be like, this is what she would tell me. She's like, imagine you take out a girl. And you know how to use chopsticks, or you go with your friends. You don't know how to use chopsticks. She that literally was, was like, "Don't be embarrassed." That she was doesn't my, know either. It's cool. Yeah, okay. yeah, that was my mom. I remember when we used to go to Denny's all the time. I didn't know how to use a fork and a knife, and she you was grabbing like Rex. Yeah, I just like that. <laughs> and she, bro, I, like she did not care. Like she'd be like lecturing me, like in the middle of a Denny's, <laughs> teaching me how to use it, and I'm like crying and shit, trying to cut up my steak. <laughs> it's a traumatized. What's your, what's your offer of sushi? Um, I love a good lobster roll. It has okay. to have a either avocado or salmon. It has to have tuna, in my opinion. Tuna, spicy tuna, spicy tuna or normal tuna. Both, they're cool. You gotta have soy sauce though. Yeah. Are you? Do, I'm gonna meal? really test you guys now. How do you dip it in your soy sauce? Like a ten percent, fifty percent, or a full shit. dip? Oh damn. That's I'm how you. I'm, I'm a not gonna lie. I asked for extra. Mm-hmm. 
spicy mayo and eel sauce on the side too. Eel sauce is crazy. It bro. is crazy. Put that on pokey. But I did my whole shit in that. Like the whole so thing. Just... It's like, it's like the bottom half uh-huh. is full of fucking soy sauce, bro. Oof, I do fifty. Yeah, like I, half the I thing. love that shit, bro. I do a little dip. You guys put a little bit of wasabi in the soy sauce. Oh, nah, I've seen. Yeah, I think that's what Aaron does. Yeah, Aaron does that little mix. Yeah, bro. Never my friend too. I don't like ginger though. Huh? The ginger they put on the side. Ugh. I think that I heard that's just for like to remove the taste, so you can get a different type of plate of sushi. Fuck that one. Like, uh-huh. I just like that, that shit. What you being around the world? What's the craziest dish you've tried? Oh, tiger. That's a good one. Yeah. Tiger, huh? Well, you had tiger, tiger soup. Craziest dish? <laughs> yeah. Like, like it tasted amazing, or it was just wild. To like eat. a wild to thing to eat. A camel's eye. What? Where was that? In Qatar. They, were, they they told Logan to do it and Logan didn't want this. I was like, fuck it. I'll try ev- mostly everything once. Yeah. <laughs> so I fucking bit into this shit and it kind of tastes like turkey, but like the inside had really? a little bit of pudding. And just the thought oh, of eating uh, a camel's <laughs> eye is like, like square when you, when you. No, but it was just like squishy. And then you rode camels the next day, huh? It wasn't. He's looking at you. <laughs> but, uh, it was it wasn't bad. It was just the thought of eating a camel's yeah. eye that was fucking. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, like, I was like, oh fuck, I'm eating an eye right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I think Ow. I posted what, a video. What I, about like um, wildest dish that you tried, but it was like actually very delicious. You're like, holy fuck, this is good. That was like very new to you. The first time I tried uh, A5 Wagyu steaks, <sighs> bro, you're so lucky. Mm. <sighs> like pure Japanese A5 Wagyu. Oh my god, <sighs> damn. Because like. Usually on these events, we do a dinner, mm-hmm. and it's usually a good dinner, and it's usually good food. So, like, we go around all these different places, but the first time I tried A5 Wagyu, was, I've heard about it. I've heard about the, fucking like the legend people yeah. singing to these cows, massaging them, only feeding them olives and shit, or, like, singing them a bunch of shit. And I've heard this meat was the most perfect meat in the whole world, and the first time I tried it, it was fucking like yeah. a party in my mouth, bro. It was yeah. crazy. A5 wagyu meat. It like melted in your mouth. It's huh? just like it has so much fat. Fat and, and what is it? Intermuscular fat that it just yeah. melts in your mouth. Basically, bro. the meat is marbleized with yeah, fat. So, like, the whole thing is just like meat marbleized with fat. So, people describe it as like meat butter. So, once you take one bite, like, just crazy. melts in your mouth. You're only supposed to have a little bit because yeah. it's so rich. It just, it just stays in your mouth. What but it's heck? amazing. Like, the steak is my favorite shit to eat so yeah. like when i do have a chance to eat that it's like the best thing ever Damn. always medium rare so that's what we always, always, always yeah medium always rare. medium rare yes oh, you know yes know. a man of class we have a friend oh, who we say always gets his meat congratulations well done <laughs> well, well yeah, done congratulations bro yeah, well congratulations. Done, yeah we're like bro how like that is a waste of a steak if yeah, you want 100%. well done just go get some carne asada bro even that you gotta get you know what i'm saying yeah you gotta let it like sit a little yeah no bro, the, to- the tommy's bro he cooked one whole tommy oh, oh yeah cause yeah i remember we had tomahawk yeah, yeah we had like six tommy's shout out to papa changos yeah, yeah. Tommy hooked them up with six tomahawks right so we're like oh let's go to the pad let's go to someone's pad and we went to his pad we went to his pad right and like all five steaks, bro, medium rare, right? Delicious, fucking juicy, Has as always, be. right? Well done. It's his, bro, he stupid. saved one for himself where it was like fucking burnt. It's fucking jerky. Like, what the fuck? It could be yeah, charred bro. up from the outside, but like, yeah, bro, inside, it was charred up everywhere. It was brown inside, dude. <laughs> it was, gr- no, sorry, not brown, gray. Yeah. It was gray as fuck. Uh, We're like, that's when it's the most chewy. It's like, yeah, it's dude. like the color gray that you think it's been there for like three days. That's the shit that like your stomach doesn't even digest. Yeah, uh, like Wahoo Shino's like, you like your gum? Yeah, you like your right? meat flavored gum there, bud? <laughs> nah, but steak is my most favorite dish. One of the other mm-hmm. things is uh, in Italy, I tried, what are they called? There's like um, 
langoustines, I think they're called. Oh, langoustines. Langoustinos? Yeah. Yeah, 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 but they're like little tiny shrimp. Yeah. But yeah. they eat them raw over there. Ooh. But France, the color, right? yeah, the color of them is is like red pink, but they're still raw. Yeah. And like you put a little bit of lemon and salt on them, you just eat them direct, and it's fucking amazing. Mm. They, they're like so creamy, mm. and so it's like a, it's literally a raw shrimp that tastes amazing, bro. Wow. It is fucking perfect. Damn. But yeah, steak and steak and ceviche. Well, steak top. and ceviche is the top. Top, yeah. top, top. Could you top. eat steak Mike, and yeah. ceviche together? Yeah, surf and turf. Yeah, turf. Turf. I was gonna say yeah, my favorite turf. dish is surf and turf, and then right after that is tamales. Tamales. <laughs> yeah. Tamales is my second favorite food, bro. Yeah, Damn. straight up. I think, surf and turf. Yeah, Damn. favorite uh, meat, steak. Yeah. My top. What's your What's your favorite type of tamal? Red meat. Red meat. Yeah. Always. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. It's a battle between red meat boil. and green boil. Those two fire. You gotta. Requeson. Requeson. I don't. I don't like cheese like that. I don't fuck with either. Yeah. You guys like the sweet ones. Uh, the no. dessert ones, uh, kind of like no, I, 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 I usually do. This is my combo. I do three red, three red ones, or maybe if there's green ones, two two red, one green, yeah. and then a, a sweet one. Oh, okay, yeah. I've learned to enjoy the the um the queso with the the chile. Queso with the chile? Yeah. The requeson, no? Oh, queso fundido? No, no, I'm saying the tamal. Oh. That has filled with like queso, just queso and the chile. Oh, the requeson. Yeah, I, I, I honestly didn't so, know that. I'm not lie. So I like I remember when I was younger, I was like, oh no, this and that, blah blah. But now as like as a grown, I was like, yeah, I, I've I been I've enjoyed it now. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't tried it with this new palette I have, so maybe I will like it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he bro, that's he's like <laughs> my new palette. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I've had the best meat in the world. I don't know. Nah, actually, that's so true. I think your palate changes every seven years, no? That's a that's a theory. Yeah, I don't know if it's super it, it, true. It, it, it does. It does. It, it does, does yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I didn't yeah, like yeah. certain foods that I like when I was now. younger. Now I'm just like, oh, like what I've got. Like I remember when I was younger, I didn't like oysters, and then as I grown up, so I was like fire, four years ago, fire, I was like, fire, fire, I fucking oysters. Or you didn't understand why your tios are biting into a big old jalapeno, bro. And now you're like, oh, yeah. Now you have you're like, you're like, like fatalgo. <laughs> you're good at eating spicy food. I love that shit, bro. Yeah, shit. I see takis a bunch, so I feel like that got me. Like it made your 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 tongue. Yeah, so like everything that's not spicier than takis is like fuck it, it's whatever. You ever done the Pocky one chip challenge? Nah. Bro, we it. did that shit. I took half of it, bro. Passing? No, we don't got it anymore. Bro, no. god damn. Hell no, I wouldn't do that shit. Logan almost died doing that shit. Yeah, that like, shit. Like, literally, he told everyone to stop filming type shit. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, and you guys have a code, like, because I, I feel like in a your code type word? Of, yeah, like a, like a safe Pineapple. word. Like, you guys have, like, a safe word, like, okay, this is not camera anymore. Like, yo, this is real. Uh, Or is it just, like, oh, it's usually based on feeling. Out. Like, if I feel like I shouldn't be filming, mm -hmm. it's usually I shouldn't be filming. Mm -hmm. But, like, a lot of the times, the best programming is the, the, raw, the raw, uncomfortable stuff. Mm -hmm. So, like, if we know we have final edit at the back, I'll just record it. And if it's our house, our property, or it's our event, I'm just record everything type yeah. shit, you know? So, even if it feels uncomfortable, I'm, I'm going in. But maybe, like, there's, like, <laughs> certain topics where you're, like, even if it's uncomfortable, this is not going to come out anyways. So, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. film. Gotcha. But I have the say in... Not the say, but, like, I'm usually the one orchestrating what needs to be filmed and whatnot. Mm -hmm. If not, I'm going be like, oh, just get this or get yeah, this, yeah. you know? You know what? I know you can't probably talk about it, but I just want to mention it was part of the craziest shit you've seen behind the scenes for me personally is when you guys did um, the Simon Tinder date thing. <laughs> Bro, because like, all, the, see, all the girls that came up were all adult actresses, basically, uh -huh. or OnlyFans girls. So I'm pretty sure the, the behind the scenes shits were fucking crazy. Bro. Like what? I don't know. I'm just saying, like, let <laughs> his imagination very, flow. Yeah. His imagination flow. It's a very professional. Set. I think Sky reshowed her tits or some shit. Yeah, oh, she did. Uh, that's right. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, you, you weren't there. Oh, for that? yeah, that's true. Because they had, a, they had like, they had, a, you had to go like on their uh, Patreon, right, to watch the yeah. like uncut one. Yeah, I, that, I was, I yeah. just, I was filming, but I was like looking away. You yeah, know? yeah, you just. <laughs> 
<laughs> he, he put it on the tripod. <laughs> yeah, tripod I, let, I let the editors handle it. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Has there been like something where you're just like, okay, yeah, I'm definitely not recording this. Let me turn, put my camera down. Have there been a situation? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. most of the time. Like, I just, it's just like personal things yeah, that yeah. should mm-hmm. should never be out. It's yeah. just camera down always. Yeah, that's good. Like, there's fun. Like, there's part sometimes where he's like, "Hey, bro, just edit that out." And you're like, "All right, for sure." I'm not editing. Oh, okay, for sure. For I sure. edit the pictures only, mm-hmm. but like videos, I send it out to our editor and yeah. Milo and go back and forth with like creative on it and stuff. Did you already know how to edit these like the, your t- style photos before you got in? Or I was didn't. I started learned? off doing videos for Logan, just Dang. purely videos, and wow. I had my camera and I was like, "Let me take some pictures of some random shit," and it was like some whack ass camera, but I guess they came out good and he liked it, so I just started doing more camera stuff, more camera stuff, and then he invested into a bigger camera, which is the one I use now, but like just. Picture editing pictures just every single week. Even for impulsive, I do their photos every single week. Yeah. So that that kind of that kind of taught me what I how I like to get it and how I like my photos to look okay. in a certain yeah. way. You know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just I came in as videos, started doing photo for him, and now I'm doing photos mostly all the time. For he him. did for Sarajitas. Yeah, they, that yeah. was cool. Was that last two nights ago? Last yeah, two, two nights, nights ago. Yeah. Well, because I connected with them in PR, I was kind of yeah. kind of locked in with them. And I, I told them that I was going to be in town for one of their last shows. And mm. I guess they got me out there and it was pretty fucking dope. That's dope. dope. It was Bro. sick. I wanted to ask you, it's a two-part question. Um, you know, you met many uh, famous people, many like fucking big people in different industries. I just wanted to ask you, like, first part is who is like the craziest, biggest, you're like, holy fuck. I'm like shaking hands with this guy. I met this guy person. And two, like, who was the one you're most geeked out for? Damn, those two are the same person. Oh, okay. I think. Uh, being able to work with Rey Mysterio mm-hmm. is crazy in itself because he's one of, if not the best re- uh, luchador wrestler of all time. Mm-hmm. Him being as humble as he is and watching him since I was little and just me being friends with him. Yeah. Me, at the end of the match he did with Logan, he was able to gift me one of his masks that signed. Was- yeah, I saw that. Did you put it on? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> nah, like, his head ah. is small. His head is small, so it, um, it didn't really fit. Can we just talk about how Ray has like the fountain of youth, bro? Because have you ever seen his face throughout no, his like whole, bro? Like he's he's young. He, he looks young looks like he's still like maybe in his early thirties. And he can still go. I, I I asked him like, when do you like when do you decide to hang it up and straight up like when do you how do you not let an injury hang it up for you? And then he goes, I try not to think about that. And in my head, I'm like, fuck, he really fucking loves this shit. That's bro, beautiful. and that, that's dedication because, really bro, like, if you shit. know him, dude, he's had multiple injuries and surgeries on his knee, bro. And the knees are like, like yeah, that's yeah. like, you know, once you fuck that up, it's like not the same. But the fact that he's had multiple fucking surgeries and injuries on that he same knee. He just had knee, one too on the another knee. Yeah, bro. So it's like, and the fact that he's like, nah, I still want to go. I know. It's like, insane. I still have a he lot of years. He still wants to that's go. crazy, bro. Jeez. crazy bro. and i fucking admire him for that because as a mexican he was able to do it and be the biggest in his craft and even even though now he can hang it up and call it an amazing fucking career he, he still, still wants, wants to more. do it because he loves that shit yeah. and that's inspiring as fuck really bro. i just want him to have one more world title run just one he, he need one that u.s champ was kind of all he needed i know but i'm saying like because he was disrespected <laughs> when he was a world heavyweight champion i remember when i was younger and i was watching that a, shit when he won that when he won that 50 pounder being a world heavyweight champion how believable is that yeah that's wild still 
That's why I think the disrespect. He's very him. technical and skillful in the ring. That's he what I'm is, saying. He is. He is. He's he a high flyer. Very exciting. Well, he needs one more. I think he needs he... one more. I think people no, because people want one more from him. Because I was like, which one? Um, I think at this point it could be Seth's title. It could be one of Roman's title. Like, of course, I'm pretty sure not gonna, he's not gonna be the one to you know. I think uh, this last one was one of his last ones. Oh, I think. I know he is up there. Unless the because it's all about story and yeah, storyline. What fits at a specific yeah. time? So like maybe if it fits storyline wise later on in yeah in the career, maybe they'll put it on him. But I just want him to have one more, bro. Because like remember when the he first US became... one wasn't enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about like you know like the top dog title. You know like the the number one. What are you trying to say about the US champ? Damn, that's not a top dog that's title. Top dog He's gonna title. put on the mask right now, bro. Relax. Yeah, that the US champ is a. It's a, I don't know. Is that a Mickey Mouse? A Mickey Mouse title? Is that no, what you're saying right bro. now? They that's just gave it to Logan because it was like it didn't mean shit. That's crazy. Damn, I'm just, how about you go get the title? Why are you trying to fucking gaslight me right now, bro? <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Hey, hey, exactly hey, what I mean. Because I'm pretty sure even Logan himself, he's thinking to himself, "Oh, I want the world heavyweight title." Of course he does. Of course, that's my point. That's my point. Because when he won that shit back in 2006, after that incredible Royal Rumble fucking win, when he was the first man to come in and he won that shit all. Dude, they totally disrespect him on his title run, bro. He Who? was getting uh, Rey Mysterio. Oh, yeah. He was getting beat every week after he was world heavyweight champion. They treat him like he was just like the second guy. To Even everything. now, he they still do that to him. That's but because up. he's That's a point. baby face, they call him the good guy. Yeah, the good guy. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But uh, I guess you're right. The U.S. champ before Logan wasn't <laughs> wasn't that prestigious at, the, at that moment in time, mm -hmm. and because. Logan won it. I feel like it's it's yeah. People want it. People, want, people it want it from him now. Yeah, yeah, because he and he takes it everywhere, bro. And he, he beat puts, he beat Rey Mysterio to get it. He, yes, that's why Fair it's even square. more prestigious. That's he why like, he got it from one of the goats, bro. Yeah, it's that and him showing it off. Like if it's the top title. Yeah, I've seen your stories, bro. Who take that's dope. Everywhere. It's the cool. He wants to take to it everywhere. That. Yeah, that's dope. He wants to make it a prestige title that everyone wants to get from him, yeah. which is what we're that's going cool. for. Yeah. You know? I'll, I'll try that. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're we're going we're wrapping up to the end of the show, but we let our people on our broadcast channel know <laughs> for one more that hour. you're coming on. Uh so if you guys ever want to be part of the conversation, join our broadcast channel on IE and Friends, and you can ask all these fun questions. So we got a little speed round for you. We're just going to ask you some of these questions that people asked. Oh, shit. They, people ask these? Yeah, yeah. To me? Yeah, to you. Who asked these? Uh, people our, in our broadcast People channel. in our broadcast channel. We let I them know. What, what was the prompt for this? I said that we're having you on the show. Anything you want to ask. Okay, okay, okay. So first one. How do you get yourself on the map to work for big people? Damn. I got... I don't know, bro. Because I got lucky, honestly. Mm. I got I got lucky and the first job that I got was the biggest one yeah, this yeah. early. So I didn't I didn't put myself on the map for him to get me. Yeah. So I, I'm not I'm not sure if I have the right answer, the right experience for that. I think what it was and like I think you did what you did was you saw what everybody was doing and you're like, nah, I can't do it that way. You went to his email. So I think uh maybe reverse engineering versus like start from the top or start from the back mm -hmm. start start at a different location mm -hmm. where everybody's starting to get yourself out there yeah. just stand out yeah always stand, stand out. out this fucking this community is so oversaturated in every single topic so mm -hmm. if you can stand out at least a little bit it's yeah. gonna be a good start for you that's a, another thing i did actually a long time ago i remember some girl on twitter she was talking about like oh someone dm me i knew she was gonna get a bunch of dms so i emailed her <laughs> that should work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Email. Cold, cold emails, cold bro. Email. Cold emails are 
golden, bro. There you go. I think Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. Who stores that can happen? Nope. You're good. Move on. I'm getting a lot of these questions, bro. We've already he's already answered a lot. I know he answered most of them. So the one I've seen right now that's probably I mean, someone's asking what's your favorite prime flavor? (laughs) 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 That's the only one we haven't answered. Yeah, Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, this one's my favorite energy, the original, and then strawberry or meta moon are my favorite hydration. Strawberry's cool. Strawberry is amazing. And then if you guys Uh, want to talk to people at the gym, tropical. (laughs) Tropical. Um uh, we can ask you this. Uh, we kind of talked about not really, but if you don't want, if you don't answer it, it's cool, of course. Uh, when someone's asking craziest thing you've seen behind the scenes, of like anything, I guess. Uh, damn, craziest thing I've seen behind the scenes. Just like the biggest personalities mm. being humans. Mm. Uh, not, that's cool. You know, that's cool. People, people think that these big people or these rich ass people are like have different lives as everyone but like when you hang around them everyone's the same everyone's human everyone is cool with you if if they are cool because some people are stuck up but like yeah. most people are the same bro and they're humble so like you're, you're chilling in that regard you know and it was it's good to see people that other people idolize be, be human yeah you know These, like larger than life characters yeah and people are like holy fuck and they're like oh this guy's just he's the dope ass person <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that's sick. exactly yeah. so that kind of Gets me in a different perspective too when I meet everybody else. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's the same. I see. Yeah, that's dope. Cool. Are you still? I have a question for Saul. Mm. Are you still blocked? Oh yeah, I guess I could say something now. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that. So, Logan Paul has me blocked on Twitter. <laughs> you said some fuck shit. Probably. What'd you say? I don't know. This was like long time ago. <laughs> I really like, don't know. What year was this? Like, what? honestly, I think this was during like that whole like um, Japan stuff. Yeah, I think it was like in the. Vine I mean, era. you have your right to say what you yeah, had to say yeah. during that time. Yeah, so but, you probably said some fuck shit. Yeah, I probably said some fuck shit a long time ago. I don't know what I said. Um, I was a little. I felt like uh, I had FOMO during like this whole like Dylan Dennis thing and Logan Paul. You weren't Paul seeing thing. anything because I wasn't seeing anything. <laughs> I was like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> you had a burner. Everyone yeah. was posting everything though, it's so you kind of saw it. Yeah, I saw that, whole, that whole thing was fucking. I bet that was crazy. Yeah, we bonkers, bro. Yeah, no. This, honestly, this episode can go on forever. Bro. I want to <laughs> get in the ring, nah, <laughs> no, wait, let's ask, So you know, you part of the whole you know uh, boxing scene now, right, and everything. Um, but we wanted to ask you if you were put into a match, mm. Mm, yeah, who would you like to box? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's gonna be your first opponent? Who's your, like You're your training. influencer you or someone? I train you... just because everyone around me is training. There's trainers. They teach me how to do shit. I, I kind of like. It. I love this shit. Can you yeah. fuck someone up? And I'm down to get, <laughs> I'm down to get in the ring. Even like our own teams, like uh, Jake's team and Logan's team. I mean, Logan's team is only me, but like they do this this Paul Bras they call it, oh, where we fight against each other. Oh, so like nice. last year I fought against Jake's assistant, and like we just fight against each other because like at the end we're like cool as fuck with each other. Yeah, yeah. But that fight went good, so but I don't know how I don't know, bro. It's just like a whole stadium full of people watching you fight, bro. It's kind of scary. Bro. Who would you be scary. down to be like, hey, let's go like eight I mean, rounds or call someone out right now? Call them out right eight now. Rounds? Call, call, call I wouldn't call, call anyone. I don't have any animosity towards anyone, or I don't hate friendly anyone. fate. Friendly I fate. feel like that's what you need to market it. Yeah. But the way I would market it is going after someone else's videographer. What? That'd be funny, bro. <laughs> Like Nelk, like like Nelk boys, like the Nelk. Like that's the way to market this. Like Logan's videographer versus Face Rugs videographer, (laughs) fanatics. What's his name? There it is. is. What's his name? I don't know. To be honest, I forget. But like 
he he looks like my size and my weight. Yeah. And that could be a good marketing ploy with Logan versus FaZe's team is. going against each other. Oh, that'd be fun. Okay. I'd be down, but like getting in the ring is kind of fucking unless there's like a cool bag behind it where yeah. like I'm, I'm doing it yeah. for the experience on the bag. But other than that, it's like kind of fucking scary. What'd be the bag? What'd be the number? I don't know, bro. Like 100k or like nah, less, bag? less, 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 like 50k. Yeah, around those. 50k sounds good. Yeah, I feel like so the like to get knocked part. out in front of millions of people. That's my point. I was like, in that's the scariest the, part. The, I, I have to know that I'm gonna win. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, not like rigged, but like I. You gotta know you train more, and I'm like, gonna yeah. fuck them up. Yeah. Yeah. Like possible memes coming no, after bro. you get knocked out yeah. or something, bro. Honestly, I think uh, that's why Mexican the picture. fighters are like the best. They're ruthless. Because put on my chista and very like ego is like I'm not gonna let all these people see me get knocked out. So I'm not. I'm not gonna lose. That's what gets you knocked out sometimes though, because the best way to fight is having fun. And if you're thinking about getting knocked everyone out. getting knocked out, which is what I'm gonna be fucking thinking about while fighting, yeah. it's not gonna go well, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, it's not gonna go well. <laughs> like, have you seen when like that guy falls like off of like that top story and like he eats shit, and then the the, the girl comes out, he's like, "Are you okay?" And he's on the ground, he's like, "Yeah." Oh. And he gets he gets <laughs> up with every fucking inch yeah. of testosterone like, in his body. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah." It's, it's just scary, bro. I don't <laughs> getting knocked out in front of millions of people is yeah. fucking. Your terrifying. homie's gonna be sending that shit in the group chat all the time. The, well, like, at the end of the day, you got in the ring and you kind of get a, a big up because of that. But like, yeah. still, you got knocked out. The meme bro. is him on the ground with the camera. You on got his knocked head. out with the prime bottle right next to you, bro, on the floor on the mat. No mom is. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. well, we appreciate your time, bro. Thank this you, was Kevin. a fun time. I really appreciate you guys, bro. So this yeah. is my first part and I think it went okay. You think it's amazing. No, bro. it went amazing, great. bro. I think you it did went good, bro. So yeah. definitely an inspiration for a lot of us and hundred percent. It makes me dude. it makes me happy to see you. Thank when you, you come out like in your in the cameos, I'm like, Kevin's right there. And I sent him a picture, yeah. I'm like, there you are. I, I hope in one or two years I get to come back and talk about Oh, new shit I've been a part of be bro, come back every year just come back just yeah. I'm down. Come back every time I come back to LA yeah. but I don't think I've ever done that but like I'll be back eventually <laughs> no yeah we're glad you came bro thank you for coming cause thank like this is something that we've been wanting to do for like for a while, while. Yeah, long ass time. Yeah. yeah we met you two years ago that was sick yeah. as fuck that's, and like that's crazy that's two years you told ago? me that that's what I said too yeah it was two years ago bro 2021 dude that's when we met him yeah right. and then we're like dude like we're like every time you came by we're like oh bro hopefully you can come down and i know you couldn't because you were really busy but it was dope that you're able two to today. years ago yeah dude yeah, i was fat yo dog i was a balloon you bro fucking were bro look yeah. at you now bro you yeah. look fucking amazing i'm dog. nowhere where i want to be but i appreciate yeah, but that bro, bro look yeah, at yeah, the yeah. fucking no, the progress, know, progress you made bro it's a, inspiring to a bunch of people watching too sure. bro. Yeah. logan help me box dog or something jake somebody dude put me in the ring dude help me box like I'll get in that bro, boxing shape, bro. That'd be sick. Boxing gets me in shape real fuck. fucking fast. Yeah, so if bro. you just do that, maybe maybe something will come up in the future. I need some good <laughs> trainers, bro. I don't need someone just be like, uh, yeah, go run, dude. Go on YouTube. Oh, that's watch YouTube. Go on YouTube. YouTube, bro. Come on. YouTube. No, YouTube University, bro. If you wanna, if you wanna let the people know where they can find you, all your social medias and all that fun stuff. I'm actually another reason why I came on here and it's perfect timing was because I wanna start doing my own stuff. I'm always behind the scenes and I. I never saw myself as being like an influencer, like doing my own videos, but I do want to start making my own content because nice. like I said, I've never took advantage of the opportunities that I'm in. And this is a big opportunity to make something big yeah. on the side for myself that I like. So yeah, I'm going to start doing more TikTok stuff, more Instagram real stuff, and maybe do like short films here and there cool. when I have yeah. free time to do so. And you'll be able to find those like on my Instagram and TikTok, uh, Instagram being Kevin G. M-O-V and then TikTok being Kevin G G E E D P. So yeah, you can just find that everywhere. Hit me up. Awesome. Hit up. Up. Yeah, up. Links, <laughs> different, links, different. links in the bio. Go click them. 
Uh, thank you guys for watching. Make sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. Also, Spotify Wraps just uh, released. So thank you guys for everybody. Uh, a lot of lot of top podcasts. We uh, thank for if you guys listen this whole year, you guys are amazing. Thank you all for sharing your, your screenshots. So I appreciate you all. Make sure to go listen on Spotify. Uh, leave a review. If you made it this far, leave a review and your favorite part of the show. And we'll be choosing a random winner to win 100 bucks. And if you're still here, don't forget to like. This is going to be the most liked episode. There it is. Oh, nah, it's Yeah, But where can they find you, Cs? <laughs> Today, you guys can... Um, no, uh, you guys can find me at I Know Caesar on IG. Um, like Kevin, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing my whole training shit for running a marathon. So you'll Sick. be seeing see more. That. more Congrats, I'm going to start posting more reels and shit like that. I'm just trying to like get all the... Like it's kind of awkward. It like is. kind of just yeah, do gotta, it. Like, you just gotta that. do it, bro. And then especially because like you're running, so like my heart rate's up. So like I can't really stop and record something, <laughs> yeah. you know. That's but yeah, you guys will see more of that shit coming up soon. It's amazing. Aaron, where can they find oh, you? Oh yeah. So before I do that, I just wanted to again congratulate you, bro, for thank all your you, success. Bro, we've been like Kevin today, <laughs> bro. Because he deserves it, dude. He deserves it. Fuck yeah, dude. If someone deserving the sex right now, the yo, yo, let him know. The success, yeah. bro, is a, a dude with a hard work ethic that's, you know, putting that Mexican culture out there with, like, a mainstream audience that probably doesn't know anything about us. So, shout-outs to you for that, bro. Thank you, bro. And Thank for you, your bro. future success, too. It's going to team, bro. It's going to get crazier next year. I'm going yeah. to do all out. Yeah. See, nice. see, so, what it, see where it takes me and how. Hope more success for you guys and the team. And uh, also, I wanted to take the time to pay respects to one of the best people ever. Ten years in the service, dude. <laughs> Fucking just ultimate. I remember just seeing her. Mm-hmm. Dude, her prime years were all 10 years. She had the best fucking just dude, she's a goaded. Like you cannot you just can't debate with me on this. She once told me where Iowa 15 was. Yeah, yeah, dude. She did 10 Black Friday tours. Um you she know, missed this one sadly, but dude, the amount of bags she scanned, the amount of items she can scan in a minute, just untouched, dude. Shout outs to the one and only Gail Lewis, 844 Morrison, Illinois, man. Just good night. Gail Lewis, you are the fucking goat. Oh my God. Why are you laughing? I don't know what this is about. I thought it was a porn star the whole time. Shout out to Gail Lewis. Good, Gail good night. Lewis, you thank you for are your service. Goat. Thank you thank for you, your Gail. service. Everybody in the comments, put thank you, Gail Lewis. If you made it this far, put down thank, thank you, Gail, Gail Lewis in the comments. Gail Lewis. All right, guys, thank you guys for watching. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, arriba las chivas. Arriba las chivas, putos. Oh, yeah. Arriba las chivas. Everybody on the square IE, follow me there. Arriba la América. Arriba las chivas. Hell, I'm out. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.